Sounds Let's awesome. do it. Welcome back to another episode of the Whack'em and Pack'em podcast. And you know what? The Ebony and Ivy crew is back together. You know who this is. This is your man, Chatterpillar. And I got my man. Dwight over here, a.k.a. Lieutenant Black. Yeah! <laughs> oh, guys, we oh, are back together. I know last week when you heard the episode, me and Dwight, we weren't together because you know what? Life gets in the head of the air. You know, Dwight had a kind of problems. God, not problems, but he had life going on. Yep, I life. had life going on, but it we, happens. Yes, and we had to have an episode come out every Monday. Like every Monday, we got an episode coming out, just no like matter what. Just like the Chatterpillars always promise. I will deliver, not me. He will deliver an episode every Monday to keep you guys listening, keeping you interested, and keeping you guys happy, and hopefully keep you laughing and learning. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? We're back together, baby. Oh, and you know what? I feel the, I feel the, what, would you say aroma? Or, (laughs) but. Maybe the not energy. The energy. energy. You feel the energy. Maybe, maybe aroma. not aroma. Right. Somebody needs to take a fucking shower. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm pretty shower clean. You know what I mean? <laughs> Me too, bro. <laughs> we are back together, and we're coming to you with another episode. And you know what? This week is going to be a great episode. And I, you know what? I know a lot of people out there are looking for bear hunts and everything else, and this is the episode for you. And you know what? Bef- but check us out. Check us out in our studio. We've been doing it the same place. And you know what I'm going to throw it like? I'm throwing it out there like this. This is the Turner's Outdoors Mid Studio. <laughs> we love Turner's. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully, baby, we can start putting some fish, some trophies, some some skulls, some everything that we've hunted, and some pictures of our podcast, we pictures might, of us. We might do a YouTube. Exactly. You know, but right now, we're doing a voice. Exactly, but you know, man. We could get to that point right now. Do we I- want to make this studio look just like the outdoors. We oh. want to put stuff up there. We want to put our pictures. We want to put something from the fans that are listening to us and everything else. And just remember, hey, it's all about Turner's Outdoors. Turner's Outdoors, baby. 30-something stores in California. Got a couple in Arizona for all your outdoor needs. And you know what I'm telling you what? We want to turn this studio to when we walk in there, we walk. I feel like we're walking to Turner's Outdoors store that has fishing poles laying up, trophies laying up, deer heads, elk heads, everything all laying around here. And even though... There's not one Turner worker in here but us. And we're not really working for Turner, but the fact is we are promoting an outstanding store that delivers on their word and their product. So listen, just remember, for all your needs, one of the biggest things, too, that we're talking about also is, hey, you know what? I'm waiting to find out from Mike because, hey, Right now, we know there's fishing going on. We know he has the fishing stuff, but I don't, don't remember ever seeing any fly fishing poles and rods. But, hey, in the near future, we're going to have a guy on here that knows everything about fly fishing. 
And at the same time, if you can get your fly fishing gear for Turner's, that's where we're going to tell you to go get it. And if Turner doesn't have it, then we'll tell you where to go get it. But listen, remember, 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 especially when you're in California, especially when we get ready to talk to the guy that we got here up in the area that he lives in, hey, there is a Turner's up there. So if you go and hook up with the, our next guests and you need something, You'll go to Turner's and go pick it up Ooh, because Turner's right. is our supplier, supplier for your needs, tech, and everything else. So, hey, listen, remember, Turner's Outdoors, Turner's Outdoors, Turner's Outdoors, turnersoutdoors.com. Dude, they got 36 stores in California. They got some in Arizona. Oh, dude, they got hunting, camping, fishing. They got all your outdoor needs you need any outdoors you need check out turners.com turners you google up turners right dwight absolutely and you know what chad maybe if we can get this studio move some of the stuff out and we'll just put up a tit and broadcast from a tit no <laughs> <little> pop up <laughs> pop up in front of turners <laughs> You know what? That could be an option. Absolutely, you know what I mean? But bro. right now, wow, this is what we got going on. So you know what? Obviously, Dwight R. just pumped it up. Shoot, check out Turner's, guys. You know what? These guys got everything you need. I know the 2023 Z, uh, season's over almost. It's not over, but it's almost over. But you know what? In certain states. Yeah, in, in certain, certain areas. Because some people can still get out there in certain areas and go do their thing. Especially with fishing right now, but also even hunting. Some things are going on. Cause don't or forget, camping. Or oh, camping's always going on. Or hiking, right? Chat, don't forget. Oh, we still got a tag. Woo! So, Arizona! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> hey, make sure you guys go out and check out Turners.com. Turners Archery, Turners Outdoorsman. You can Google it up. Hey, if you guys ain't looking for a freaking Turners, you're not looking because you know what? You could Google up Turners and they will be in a neighborhood not too far from you or a neighborhood close to you. But either way, Turners is there. Check out Turners, baby. Also, check out Wild Edge Inc. Oh, oh, oh. The old gin saddles, baby. Oh, my Lord. These guys got the OG in saddles. You go out there right now, get yourself a berserker. That's the saddle. By Kong, dude. Kong. The mountain climbers. All you mountain climbers out there, you're like, oh, Kong, Kong, Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Kong is the guy that does berserker saddles. They also got the platforms. They got the berserker. That's the saddle, by the way. They got the, the platforms, the battle axe. They got the battle. They got the, biz, uh, the perch. They got the steps. They got it. Check them out, dude. WildEdgeInc.com, dude. And these guys will have you set up. And you know what? There's only a couple weeks left, dude, for the big raffle from the big Whack'em and Pack'em podcast, dude, for Wild Edge, dude. You guys go out there to their website. Get yourself a saddle setup, dude. Let me know. Let Dwight know. Let us know that you got the setup and you will be in the raffle. And you know what? We got a sick, sick giveaway we got ho dad's burgers out there in san diego and you know what everybody likes a freaking burger with i a, like burgers with a pound of bacon because <laughs> everything tastes good with bacon check out ho dad's burgers in san diego they got a couple stores in san diego and i you know i know it people are like oh i'm not close to that 
you will want to travel here to San Diego for a Ho Dad's Burger because you know what? Not only have burgers, they got their in-house brew there, Drew. I mean, uh, Dwight, they they got their own beer. And I know there's a lot of beer drinkers out there, dude. Oh, my Lord. But forget the beer. Check out the burgers because the burgers are best. (laughs) The best. Oh, my. I know we talked about In-N-Out and everything else, but I tell you what, Ho Dad's was as as big as freaking In-N-Out. You'd say, hmm. Mm. And if In and Out ever decided to put some bacon on their burgers, woo! <laughs> right? Everything tastes good with bacon, baby. Oh, check out Hodad's burger, but they gave us they got us a gift card. Yes. You know what? We also got a gift card from what? Turner, Turner baby. baby. Turner's outdoorsman. We got a gift card from them too, dude. So not only that you're gonna go there uh and by your camping needs, your outdoors needs, your fishing needs, your freaking rifle gun needs, bow, archery, baby yes. needs. Yes. You can use this coupon, this well, this gift card to help you guys out to elevate your game also, dude. Oh, yeah. We also got a, a, a gift certificate for Mountain Bound Hunt Co., dude. Uh, SoCal Hunt Fish. Mark out there. He's donating, dude. Also, dude, it's going to be great. Uh, I don't know exactly what he's giving, but it is not going to be cheap, dude. Yeah, he's going to hook you guys up. This guy, Mark, he's a fucking legit guy, dude. And he's donating. And best of all, Sam Scott, dude, tattoo guy out here, a listener, a freaking supporter out here. He's not getting nothing out of this, dude. But you know what? This guy, Sam Scott, is a phenomenal tattoo guy. Check out Sam Scott, dude. I'll have his credits. Where, uh, you can click on his link. you see what he does. He does a lot of Japanese art and all that, too, nice, Dwight. Nice. Dude, this guy does great tattoo work. I've been in his shop already. I got a tattoo from him. You know what? This guy's given a fucking sick $400 fucking gift card, dude. Oh, wow. For a fucking tattoo. Dwight. You know, Chad, you, you know what this is driving me? It keeps driving me nuts. You keep talking about this guy and this tattoo. You keep on trying to convince me to get one, and you know Woo! damn well, if I get one on my black ass, I can't see it. Well, you know what, Dwight? I can't even, I can't even. I can't, they got I white ink. I can't even publicize <laughs> his freaking artwork on my body. They got, so white, they got, they got white ink. They I'm got sorry, white man. ink. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you, yo, you know what, Dwight? I think. Maybe me and you should go get a fucking joint tattoo together. <laughs> Woo! From I Sam. I can't. You won't see it on me. Oh, you what will. You will see it. Fucking. Oh, the palm of my hand? Woo! <laughs> no, they has white in. You'll see it. Hey, Sam Scott, this guy's a legit dude. He's a saddle hunter and everything else, nice. dude. This guy's a great hunter, great guy. He's brothers of Brian from At Ease Outdoors. If you guys haven't listened to the podcast a couple weeks back, this guy's uh Brian from At Ease Outdoors. He's uh supports all veterans and we love veterans, by the way. Yes. Oh forgot about it. Merry oh. Christmas, you veterans. Oh, thank you, veterans. First responders, all you folks out there. You know what? Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I, somebody sent me a link of this one guy speaking, and hopefully I get it to Chad. Chad put it on our Instagram, and I want you to listen to this man. But, you know, we as Americans need to stand up because there is no other country like this country. God blessed this country. God bless this country to, to give the right people in the right place at the right time to where this country could be free. 
And the bottom line is, if you sit back and you watch and you see what's going on in this country nowadays, they are trying to take away our freedoms. It doesn't matter freedoms of religion, freedoms of speech. They're trying to stop anything that anybody says. All the, I can go on and on and on. I don't want to make it that type of thing. But my thing is this, is that when we talk about this country and, the, and talk about the veterans, it was them that fought and gave up the ultimate sacrifice for the freedoms that we have today. And people don't appreciate that. But I tell you, one thing for sure is that Chad and I appreciate it. And it's a crazy thought that when we watch a football, because football doesn't even play the national anthem, but any sports where they play the national anthem, how we just stop, get goosebumps and get teary-eyed. You know what? You're damn we, right, Dwight. Because you know what? I feel uh, privileged to be free. That what we are. because you It's know, a God-given right to be free, damn right, brother. Because our fathers... Yours and mine, Dwight. We f they fought for us. Absolutely. My father, your father, and my brother. Yeah, your brother. A rest lot in of, peace. Hey, uh, yes, rest in peace, you guys. All of them. Hey, rest in peace. Hey, they fought for our freaking freedom, yeah. dude. And you know what? All you veterans out there, we love you guys. Thank you for you know sacrificing your time. Some guys uh, sacrificed their lives. Some didn't. But you know what? A lot of these veterans, they're sacrificing our freedom being away from their family from years on in. Yeah. And you know what? There's nothing better than the veterans out there. And nothing. you know what? We love the veterans. We love the first responders. I love you, Dwight. Yeah, hey, you, you know too, what? Hey, dude, thank you, everybody out there for doing that. But back to Sam Scott. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is donating a tattoo. Woo! Whoever gets out there the next couple weeks and gets a saddle set up here in California, your name's in a raffle. And if you know what? If you're out there and you post a picture in your saddle, you get another raffle ticket, dude. And you know what? You're going to win all this good stuff. We might have a little extra live it up. You know, we might have a little extra. We don't know yet what it is, but for sure you have those gift certificates right now. And when you guys, whoever the winner is, we're podcasting. The day you get your tattoo we're going to make it a range, and we're podcasting in Sam's studio, dude. Check out Sam Scott, dude. He's in there. Dude, you want a quality tattoo in Southern California, dude? Check out Sam Scott, dude. This guy is legit, Dwight. Fucking legit, dude. Oh, oh. Also, check out Gator Outdoors. My man Wade out there in Iowa, dude. This guy, he has it going on, dude. He has shirts he has hoodies he has hats the the kill hats by the way 2023 kill hats i know the you guys are thinking like oh my gosh the, the, it's 2024 is around the corner not to worry because you know he'll have a 2024 hat also dude and what this guy does you buy a freaking 30 dollar hat and you shoot anything and you sh just support his cause he'll send you out a free kill shirt, Dwight. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, my God. A free kill shirt. He'll send you out a shirt. But this guy, not only has shirts, he has hats. He has beanies. He has turkey calls. Dude, do, oh, my God. I can't just go on. But Wade has it going on. Check out Gator Outdoors, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh, Lord Almighty, dude. Yeah. It is insane. Yeah. Hey, 
Also, check out Mountain Bound Hunt Co. Mark and Trev out there, Mountain Bound Hunt Co. Dude, they are, they invented the new state of the art dog kennel. So for all you doggy dog loving guys out there that take your dogs out bird hunting for your dogs that are hammering for you all day long and they need some comfy, comfy, comf. Check out these guys, Mountain Bound Hunt Co's, dude. They got the new badass kennels, dude. He also has shed hangers going on, too. Mark and Trev, they are stepping up the game, baby. Hey, and if you guys missed them at the RMEF uh, Cowboy Christmas, not to worry, baby, because these guys will be in Salt Lake, Utah, February 15th to the 18th at Booth 3368, dude, at the Salt Lake Palace Convention, baby. Ooh, check these guys out, dude, if you missed them, but also check out them mountain bound hunt co and also i I didn't really uh, tell it earlier but also for wild edge dude if you guys are out in harrisburg dude pa on february 4th to the 12th my boys from wild edge inc will be there at booth 1041 in harrisburg pa that's wild edge inc in Harrisburg, PA. I forgot to mention that earlier, but I want everybody to go out there, support my guys, support everybody, dude. Check out Mountain Bound. Check out freaking Wild Edge. Check out Turners and check out Gator Outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. Are you there, Gabe? I'm here. Oh, oh, oh. I, I had a call right now on my phone. I was like, oh, I think I lost him, but I just want to make sure. Sorry, everybody, for the internet. <laughs> Why don't we just get into it now? I was waiting for the buzzer. Oh, yeah. oh you don't got the buzzer yet. Well, yo, yo, yo. But real quick, let me give you a shout out to four people right now on my list for harvesting and tagging the Whack'em and Pack'em podcast, dude. First, we got Dan Acosta from Arizona. Dude, Dwight, this guy, he's a phenomenal hunter, dude. He hunts, he's from Arizona, by the way. He went out to New Mexico and, dude, he downed a sweet, the ghost deer. A coos deer. Oh, man, this guy shoots one deer after another. Dan Acosta from freaking Arizona. Dan, you shot yourself amazing, amazing, dude. Yeah, amazing coos deer, dude. Yeah. Also, check out, oh, my God, Dwight. We finally got our first fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Because we've been telling everybody, hey, not only about deers or anything else, if you guys get fish, send it to us, dude, and we'll be all about it. Dwight, this guy, Joe Artledge, right? Right. From San Diego. There we go. He started a fishing freaking thing, a cutting business. He does all the processing for all. all. Oh, really? Yes, dude. This guy, Joe, he's, I, I think it's called Elite Sport Fishing. I'll have to look it up, but I'll okay. have it in the credits. I'm sorry, Joe, if I'm, I'm mis, uh, telling your company name, but, but this guy sent me a picture of his kid. He took his kids out, right? Right. His kids, Emma, 13, Jackson, 11, and Raiden. Is it Raiden or Ray? Oh, I hope I don't fuck this up, but. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Emma, 13, Jackson, 11, and Royce, 9. He took his kids out. Fishing, trout fishing, dude. Oh, nice. To Santee Lakes, dude. And they all got limits, dude. Yeah, and, oh, and, and it, it, it's nice to see them all get 
fish, dude. Absolutely. Right? Hey, because you know, great time. Because our podcast ain't all about hunting. Oh, it's about the outdoors. Outdoors, dude. And this guy oh. took his kids, dude. You know what I mean? His kids, dude. Oh yeah, just, my god! It's the biggest thing we say: take your kids out. Take your kids out. It's not about you. You got to carry on the trait of the outdoors because we're a dying breed, brother. We're hey, a dying breed. Hey, and when you take your kids out of 13, 11, and 9, you're starting them out right, right? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely, dude. Also, a big shout out. Oh, my God, dude. Josh Ramirez. Hey, hey, Josh. Extreme bow hunter. Oh, this dude is freaking amazing. I met that this young man about 20 years ago. He was one of my recruits, and he was just, I think it's about the same time when I got my first bow. And he, we just talked, and the thing is, too, he's a veteran. He is a veteran, and the bottom line, that dude is an amazing hunter. He is just an outdoors guy. He loves America. He loves his family. He is an amazing guy. Yeah. Telling you. Hey, not only so, let me just explain how amazing he is, Dwight. Tell me. This guy does a lot of stuff. He takes, he goes out with a lot of buddies I know that hunts, right? Right. Well, dude, he's in Arizona, right? Yep. He travels to Utah, okay? Okay. And he guides and hunts with this girl named Kennedy. By the way, Kennedy is 10 years old. Nice. Okay? Dude. No relation. No. No, no relation. So he gives up his time. Yes. To go guide for a 10-year-old girl. Yes. Not, I mean, not saying he has a guide like No, no, but, but, but you understand. Yeah, absolutely. He has, he has the passion for outdoors. Right. And his passion for kids. Yes. Getting out in the woods. Yes. Not only he takes out his daughter and wife and his daughter, oh, yeah. Saley. I've oh, seen dude. all that stuff oh, on dude. his Instagram, oh, right? Oh, yeah. His daughter already shoots some stuff already. <laughs> yeah. Like elk, cow elk. I mean, he takes his daughter out, right? Right. Not only that, he, dude, he went all the way to Utah, dude. And he took this girl, Kennedy. She's 10 years old, by the way. Wow. She shot her second bull elk. Oh, wow. Holy nice. shit, dude. Right, dude? Nice. Oh, dude. She connects. This is her second elk of her lifetime, but he took her out three weeks ago, and he got a freaking... Way to go, Josh. Yeah. Way to go, Josh. What's her name? Kennedy. Kennedy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I missed it. 10 I, was years so, old. I was just caught up on Josh and what Josh was doing. I'm yeah. sorry. I hey, hey, Josh, you're a stand-up dude, dude. Yeah, I are. know you're a freaking humble father guy. I know yeah, you, you like really take care of your family and everything else, but to take your time out of your life to go to another state and help another young child. Total stranger. You're 10 years old, I'm right? Yeah. Dude. It's amazing. Hey, it's a... Hit it! <laughs> hey, that's for Josh Ramirez yeah. out there, there in Arizona. Go, hey, dude, way to go, brother, for going out there out of your own time, taking this young girl, 10 years old, getting her in the game, and doing it, baby. And last, because I got many, last, my cousin Brent, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. He has been going through it all, dude. Family life. Oh my God, dude! I love the I love you, Brent. He finally got out there on his A thirty one tag. He was able to uh, fulfill it, dude. And he shot a doe just to get some meat in the freezer because he don't, he don't care. We're meat hunters, dude. We're not trophy hunters. And you know what? A lot of people think like, oh, the you know what? Shooting a doe is a trophy in a lot of eyes, right? Yep. Brent went out there and he got himself a doe, dude, in the local hills that we hunt. And he was able to do it. I, I was I was privileged to be there after he got it, to see it, and all that good stuff. And you know what? 
it's awesome to see new generation. You know what? And Brent hasn't been out there a lot to hunt, but he got out there to do it because you know what? We put him in the right area and he got it. And he wasn't, he was like, oh, I'm not going to get a buck. He got a doe. And you know what? A doe's a, a trophy to a lot of people. Fill in, the, fill in that freezer, right? Fill in the freezer and the first time going out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You're learning. You're trying to get out there. You're trying, and the thing is, am I, what am I going out there for? Because one of the greatest things about going out there, if you get one, is the fact is that now you get to feed your family. You don't have to go to Stater Brothers. You don't have to go to Albertsons. You don't have to go to Vaughn's. You don't have to go to Ralph's. I got my meat in my freezer that I went and put in the work in. You damn right. You know, and when you like, when we had that other interview with the guy, how awesome it feels is every time when you cook that steak or that ground or whatever else, and it was from you harvesting it yourself and the work you put in. There's no greater gift. Woo! There is no greater. You know what, Dwight? One more, one more, and we're done. I'll just throw this paper away. You know what? Let's give a shout out also to Derek Demon. I know I had him on the podcast. Well, a shout out earlier. You know right, what? Right. Hey, this guy's the guy that has a T8 vertebrae back break. Oh, oh, yeah. he's in a wheelchair. Yes. Hey, hey, you know what? A wheelchair does not set this guy back. Okay, at all. I know a lot of people that, you know, you get this uh, severe catastrophic injury (laughs) or you got something that's going on. You think your life freaking sucks. You think that, you know what, you can't do certain things because you're missing an arm or you're missing something or whatever else or whatever it may be. You need to follow this guy, Derek. Get your ass up because the bottom line is if you want it, you can do it. And the fact of the matter is you can get up off your butt because you know what? There's other people who have life a little worse than you do. And you have the opportunity, go do it. Don't be sitting on your sidelines feeling sorry for yourself. Get your ass up. Because you know why? You still can do a lot of things that you don't think you can do. Yeah, and- absolutely, Dr. Dwight. And this guy, he's a testament of how it is. Because you know what? He's not letting life get in his way. This guy is in a wheelchair, and he has a track chair now. But you know what? This guy's already been a fisherman. He's already been a killer in different states. But he went out to Texas, dude, and he was able to connect on a whitetail buck and a Mm. doe on the same week that he was out there, dude. And he was able to fill his freezer. He shot a nice buck. He got a nice doe. He didn't get any. Uh, he was uh, he was looking for access deer, but he didn't get one of those. But but he was still able to get a whitetail buck and a doe, dude. Well, maybe with your boy in Hawaii, Maui, that you know what? Maybe we can probably get him out there. Yes. To where he can get his accent or get six of them. Yes. Well, they have ten. <laughs> yes. So also, since now that you said that, I wasn't going to say, you, now that you said it, Dwight, check out CGM. Oh, yeah, conservative life management, dude. Check out Chase out the CGM, dude. He has a hunt in Hawaii, dude. Okay, it's uh, I think it's April, May. I'll figure out the dates when I talk to him. Uh, he gets back this Thursday, Dwight. But when you guys hear this, he'll get back. We'll have already talked to him, but he has a great deal. I've been posting on my Instagram uh, what he got going on. You guys literally can go out there and shoot 10 deer. Dude, you know what? And you know, what? you know, how multiple times we come back and say, well, we'll get you guys the information later. 
It just goes to show you that there's nothing scripted here. We just shoot off the cuff on the things Woo! that we love and everything else. So when you hear it and you're like, oh, my God, why don't they know? Why don't they get their shit together? Because you know what? It ain't about that. It's about two dudes getting together, interviewing another dude, and getting to know him and having fun yes, while we do it. So absolutely. if you guys are looking for something to be scripted, we're not that crew. But, hey, listen, we understand sometimes you that you think, oh, man, man, that sounds like a great thing to do or whatever else. Hey, don't get upset with us. We'll get you the information. Absolutely. Yes, brother. You got it right, brother. Definitely check out CGM. And we get, you know what? Me and Dwight, we're planning on going to Hawaii next year. And if we get enough people filled out, and we're going to talk to him in like uh, the week or two next coming up, we'll figure out a date that we're going to set it up. And we're going to set up a whack em and pack em podcast out there in Hawaii, Dwight. We, awesome. Me and Dwight, the Ebony and Ivory, we will be going out to Hawaii, and we're going to take a group of guys out to Hawaii. Oh, mm. and you know what? We're all going to have a fucking great time. We're going to shoot deer. And you know what? You can shoot 10 deer. So you know what? Hit me up. Hit Dwight up or hit CGM up. It will be in the credits, and you will see the fun, fun time, baby. Woo! Absolutely. Hey, I want to thank all my partners that believe in us, like we believe in them, and all the people that uh that we just mentioned right now that you know tag Whack 'em and Pack 'em podcast because you know what? There's a lot of podcasts out there going on, yeah. and I'm and I'm I'm very grateful that all we got you, we got some listeners. Yes, and I'm grateful that you guys support us too, dude. Yeah. And you know what? I guarantee you, me and Dwight, every Monday. In the morning when you wake up, you will hear our fucking voices. <laughs> and listen, Woo! tell your friends to listen to us. Like I said, we're not here to try to make get rich. We're, we're not. not <laughs> we, we will never be a Howard Stern or whatever else. Maybe. But, well, you never I know. can but, be Howard Stern. You can be Robin Yeah, Gibbons. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll get a breast implant. I can now. <laughs> well, you are good looking already. <laughs> but the thing is, is, hey, you know what? Our, our objective is, hey. If we can get some people to get out there, get in the woods, and help support the outdoors, and help support some of these outfitters, and help support other hunters, and and, and just and go out there and enjoy life because it is enjoyable, and your the fruits of your hard work are amazing. And when I say that is, if it's the fish you catch, if it's the freaking bear you kill, if it's the deer you shoot, if it's whatever. And you take that baby back and you freaking cook that up for your family. And you said, I earned this. I worked for it. I got it. And here are the fruits of my hard labor. I'm telling you, you get your butt out there and you just do it. Uh-huh. We want you to get out there. We, that's our big, that's our ultimate goal. And if we make money eventually, so what? But that's not our prime objective. And that's what it was when I asked Chad about this. And I've said it on our first podcast. This is what Chad's dream is. It's not about gaining anything. The good we gain is by getting the word out and people continuing on this tradition that was started hundreds of years ago, hell, thousands of years ago in different countries before it became modernized. So we need supporters because we we need supporters for hunters. We need supporters for fishermen. We need supporters for outdoors people because the fact is the areas that you go and camp, hunt, fish, water ski, all those places are getting slimmed down. And eventually, they're going to take them all. Yeah. And that tradition will be gone. Absolutely, dude. You know what? 
And you know what? Every, uh, there's a lot of people that take it for granted. Like, what we do, especially celebrities. And you know what? Uh, you know what? Before we get into this guy right now, and Gabe, I know you're right there, but you know what? I want to just first fucking say something. Fuck LeBron James, okay? <laughs> piece of LeBron shit. James. Fucking LeBron James. You fucking piece of shit. Making millions of dollars, and you can't stand Stop. up for the fucking national anthem for our veterans? That is, wasn't that at his son's basketball yes. game? His, son's his first game. First game back at USC, attack. yes. Yes. And he couldn't and, even stop and yeah. turn around and face the floor. Well, he sat down. Yeah. You know what? And you know what? I, I've been, it's just been irritating me left and right about that, Dwight. And you know what? Fuck LeBron James, dude. It's bullshit that people in this world right now make millions of dollars. Billions. They, yes. Billions. Yes. Well, I would say millions, but you want to go billions, <laughs> but whatever. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And they can't support the country, country? that's paying them. You know what? Me and you, we make no money no off money. of this. But you know what? I'll tell you right now, guys, if the national anthem just stopped right now and was going on, we would put this Stop. on hold and we would stand up, take our hats off, and salute our veterans, baby, because that's all we're about, dude. We that are... American flag. Thank that, you. Cause the, Thank you. Because the bottom line is that we are only free for those who died for me. Yeah. So, you know what? Fuck you, LeBron, you piece of shit. I'm a Laker fan, too, but you know what? You're a bastard, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, but, oh, off the soapbox, right, yes, Dwight? Exactly. Woo! Thank you, some, thank you all my partners. Thank you all the guys who had harvested and sent us some stuff. But you know what? Now, Dwight, we are getting into the juice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give it up to who? <laughs> Big Gabe out there. What's up, Gabe? Hey. Hey, yo. Been waiting for that buzzer. Hey, Been waiting for that buzzer. Oh, 30 minutes. Oh, sorry, brother. Sorry, sorry. You we guys got, are great. Hey, I just want to say, you guys, you guys are doing an amazing job. And you know what? Your presence, your presence online, the way you support, Everybody in the hunting community is amazing. Just want to say that. Thanks, Gabe. That's awesome. a little time I've known you guys. Just your support and how you just support hunters has been amazing. So thank well, you, brother. Keep it up. Thank you. But I tell you what, it's people like you, and we're going to get into it. People like you, and it's just like the, the regular guy, just out there doing it and just enjoying it and taking kids and living life as God has made for us to live. And I'm telling you what. That's what it's all about. Enjoy it because it's a, it's, it's, it, that is also a freedom that we have and a freedom that can be taken away if we don't keep on, keep it going. You're damn right. That's right. That's right. You know, actually what even got me into guiding, I'll jump right to it is just life is short. Life is short, man. I, I watched um, in the last five years, both of my brother-in-laws pass away. And one of my best friends, and they're all about 30 years old, wow. about the same um, age as me at that time. And I was just like, holy cow, like, life is crazy short. I need to do the things that I'm passionate about and the things that bring me life and, and joy and being out in the mountains and the woods hunting and fishing. And that's that's my church. That's that's where I connect. That's where it's, you know, that's where life is for me. And so that's, um, you know, all that to say had to jump in there. That's like, that's what's no. all about. You know, you know, you know, you know dude, you, you talked about your, uh, your two friends and everything else that passed away. We just had, we buried a friend of ours. I didn't really know him that well. Chad, no, Gary Guglielmo. Yes. Say his name again. Gary Guglielmo. 
an awesome man about 15 to 17 years ago. And we went to his, uh, his, uh, uh, what's that? Service. Uh, his service, what they call it, a, uh, life, what's it called? I can't even Celebration. Mm-hmm. Celebration of life. And which I didn't even know about the guy, but Chad knew about the guy. that the man had a heart transplant about 15, maybe 17 years ago where mm-hmm. they gave him a new heart and standing up there, not standing, but listening to his family talk and about, excuse me, how he looked at life in a whole different perspective when he had a second, second chance on life. And the thing is, right. when, we have, when we have that second chance of life, when God, and we've all had those predicaments where we should have been dead, but somehow God came in and put his hand between, and we're still here. And the fact is to mm-hmm. appreciate life, to appreciate what God has given us, brother, 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, so Gabe. Let's get into it, huh? Hey, so Gabe, right now, tell <laughs> all the listeners who you are, what you are, what you do, because you know what? I know they want to know who you are. Tell everybody where they can find you, my brother. <laughs> so uh, my name's Gabe. I run New Mountain Outfitters. Um, I'm also uh, a, um, I guess, a business owner of many businesses. I'm actually... Uh, not a full-time guide, but um, act like it, I guess. Uh, I run an audiology clinic here in, in Redding, in Redding, California, which is the good northern part of California. Yes, it is. Um, Chad, and not, have Chad. a family of four daughters nice. who love to fish and hunt. Um, my oldest daughter, at 12 years old last year, shot her first buck, which was one of the proudest moments of my life. And uh, that was pretty fun. Uh, married, <clears throat> and uh, live on a little farm. We, we used to raise some goats, some cows, um, but at the moment, just uh, struggling to keep the lawn mowed at this point. Hey, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, started New Mountain Outfitters, uh, my guiding company, about about four years ago, and we mainly are uh, uh, specialize in, in black bear hunts. We do some fishing. I know we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, do some turkey and some deer, but mainly just um, we are uh, so passionate about the bears how up you, here. How, how did you get involved and in, how did you get introduced? Let me take it back. How did you get introduced to the outdoors? Oh, man. I started with my dad since I was, you know, three or four years old. It used to carry me around and and then I started following him around the woods. Um, you know, we'd go to the same hunting area every year um, up until I pretty much got married and, and um, you know, grew up. <laughs> um, you know, back in the day, we, we could get two deer tags a piece. Um, and that's, this is in C-Zone, which now is a draw unit up here. And we go to the same campground every year and, and, um, and, and, you know, the deer were populations were off the charts back then right. when I was a kid, right. this is like, you know, 30 years ago. Um, we see like a hundred deer in the day and a hundred deer at night, just driving roads, you know? So we fling arrows at, at deer, we'd get two or three deer a weekend, come home. And that was kind of our tradition, you know? And, and, um, throughout the year, I, uh, ran around with my blow gun and my bow and my uh 22 
410, just shooting whatever I could shoot at and loved being in the woods. Wow. Um, and so that's kind of where, you know, hunting took off for me. Um, no and I've always kind of started with archery. That's kind of what we okay. would always, um, were into. Um, I never actually rifle hunted until I was in college, believe it or not. Um, and so, um, killed my first buck when I was 12 years old. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've just been hunting ever since. So do you, so do you and your dad still hunt together? Uh, we still do. Um, the area we, you know, would go traditionally has kind of, you know, sucked over the last few years. The, you know, the deer population's kind of really gone down. Um, but, uh, we still hunt. My, my dad's getting older. He's, he's, uh, having some health problems and, and, um, and so, you know, we sit back and we don't get to go out and do the hunts we used to do, but, you know, we tell stories all the time. And um, those stories, you know, they live with you forever. Absolutely. So, so yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, we, you know, you you've listened to some of our podcasts and everything else, and those are the the, the greatest memories. And you know, like even one of the last couple of uh, of our uh, podcasts, you know, we had a guy out there that we interviewed. Now he goes out and hunts, and you know, in memory of his father and stuff, because his father mm-hmm. didn't do it, or his father passed away. And it's the same thing with Chad and his, you know, his brother, you know, he does it for them, you know, and it's amazing because it is, it is a hell of a memory. It's, 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 it's some of the best times, you know, even like when I've got, oh, yeah. I've got people to go out to go camping. And this guy told me, I just, he told me, go rent a motorhome, whatever else, blah, blah, blah. And I remember he saw me about six months later, a year later, I can't remember how long, but that's irrelevant. But he said that his kids, still talk about it today when they were in the campers going out there in the woods and how, what a great time they had. And I tell you, that's the memories that we always carry on. Even when I took my kids and everything else, it's a memory and it's a tradition. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I remember just laying there in the, in the trailer at night and you'd be like, one day you're going to grow up and find a girlfriend and not want to come do this with me anymore. <laughs> you, my dad you're going to have said the kids and you're going to be taking them and doing the same thing with them. And it's like, man, that flew by so fast. Yeah. You know, amazing. we, 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 uh, we have some crazy stories. I, you know, we, we flung arrows, you know, we back in, you know, back in the day in early archery, you know, it's all aluminum arrows and, <clears throat> Um, you know, you sit there straightening them and, and trying to get all the dings out of them and spinning them on the table. Okay, this one flies all right. <laughs> and uh, uh, one deer, man, I remember we were driving along, cruising home from lunch, and we were coming down this dirt road, probably going, you know, 35, 40 miles per hour, and all of a sudden there's a buck on the side of the road, and we slam on the brakes and back up. My dad jumps out, and it's probably a 20-yard shot broadside, right? He pulls back on this buck and boom, just lets it fly. The buck's just standing there. And we're like, what the heck? You know, he's just licking. And he kind of just walks up, walks up the hill. What the heck? My dad runs up there and he sees his arrow sticking in this little, little tiny branch right where the heart was on the deer. (laughs) And the deer's now kind of like moving along and kind of doing that little jumping slash running away from him kind of thing. And he lets an arrow fly and the deer just boom, just hits the ground. 
he walks up to him, and you know where you hang a deer back in the legs where, where there's just that skin and that tendon? Yep. An arrow went through both legs in that same spot, and it was sitting uh, skewing out like a like a skewer right. out wow. of both legs. Wow! <laughs> and we walked wow. up. It couldn't believe that that uh, that actually <laughs> could happen. But we, yeah, we have stories like that just um, just for days. We could tell f- crazy, funny stories. But now, where did you good times? Now, where did your dad uh, learn how to hunt? I mean, that was just something he used, was a which was a. I don't know if he's a second generation or what. I mean, did he learn from his grandfather or I mean, from your grandfather or, or how did he get involved in the outdoors? Well, he um, grew up in Pennsylvania, um, in the mountains of Pennsylvania, um, really poor family, um, uh, quite a few brothers and they just ran around the woods and, and he kind of just, you know, it just kind of became second nature. I guess he just kind of started hunting deer and, and that kind of thing. So, um, I don't know if his dad, um, was able to do much hunting with him, um, like we were able to do together, but, but he, um, you know, grew up mainly doing some whitetail and, and squirrel hunting and that kind of thing. So, oh, okay. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's super yeah. dope. So the first time that you were out hunting was like, what, 10, 11, 12? Oh man, I I could share some embarrassing stories. Share one for our listeners. Man, you know you know when you get buck fever? You ever seen that, that, oh, yeah. that video of that little girl that's shaking and she's trying to tell her dad she shot the buck? <laughs> I shot the buck. <laughs> um I remember just getting as a little kid, like I probably, you know, I don't know, five years, four or five years old, maybe. All right. All right. You know? Um Riding around in the truck with my dad, but we I see we see a deer and I just start to shake. I just get buck fever so bad and just get so freaking excited, you know, just like, just like, and so like he would let me like track the deer with him, but I'd be just making noise and standing there, and uh, <laughs> um, oh man, we yeah, so that I mean I I was hunting with my dad since I was really really little, um, and I, I think you know. I won't share the uh, really, really embarrassing story of uh, shitting my pants out in the woods, um, getting too excited or anything like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, but uh, yeah, since I was little, I was always out there. Um, so in other, uh, so in other words, you, with, so in other words, you did shit your pants one time. I, I did. I did. My, my dad's like, Hey, stay right here. I'm going to go up and sneak on these bucks. And I said, ah, I get, you know, and you're a little kid, you know, you start getting nervous and, you know, buck fever and you're shaking and you're excited and, you know, and I'm like, ah, I didn't want to leave, but I didn't want to mess up his hunt. But, you know, it, I, I had, I had to go. And I think he had me in these like little overalls, like a onesie yeah. kind of overall system, like a bib, you know, and it's you can't just rip that off in a second, you know, right. I'm standing there and I, I think I shit my pants and, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, he, the, the deer leave cause I'm crying. The, bear, I, the bucks are scared off and I'm standing there crying. And so he's, he's got me up on this rock, um, just wiping me down with wipes <laughs> and water bottles and I'm freezing my ass off and, and he's laughing, and I'm just like crying, but embarrassed, but just like, all right, let's get going, let's go, let's go find some more bucks, you know. Dude, um, dude. 
Yeah. That is and super cool. Right? Was, yeah, there was there was chipmunks everywhere where we hunted, and so we'd take the pellet gun, and every, you know, we're just driving around, did mostly road hunting when I was little, and uh, we'd drive around and see chipmunks, you know, they'd pop their heads up out of these rocks, and we'd just stick the pellet gun out the window and see how many chipmunks we, we could shoot. Right. That, that, that is an awesome story, because I tell you what, I didn't know anything about buck <laughs> fever until I shot my first elk, and it was about the same year I first started using an archery. And all of a sudden, my, I'm up in the tree stand, and my leg is shaking. And I remember, <laughs> I, I, I swear, I had no nobody told me this. Like, I'm a brand new archery hunter, right? And I come back and I tell my brother about it. My brother had passed away, Vernon. My brother Vernon, rest in peace. My brother, that's a veteran. But I told him what happened. And he goes buck fever, and I go what? And he doesn't even didn't even hunt. He goes, yeah, dude, that's buck fever. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then I learned. That's where I learned about buck fever because I didn't know, didn't know. Uh -huh. And I thought for sure when my legs started shaking and vibrating and dancing and doing the freaking James Brown up in his tree stand. Yeah, he is, dude, James Brown. Dude, I swear. Watch me now. <laughs> I thought for sure. My ass was gonna fall out that damn three stand because my leg was shaking so damn much. <laughs> I didn't feel like I was gonna shit myself, but damn it, it was close. I was, I, had to, I was pinching my butt cheeks off real hey, tight. Uh, you, 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 good thing you didn't shart. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Literally shit. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome that yeah, you... I, I've learned to get it under control now. I mean, a little bit, but man, let me tell you, like, it never ceases to amaze me these guys come out and they want to do bear hunts and they say hey i you know i've trained myself in breathing techniques and i'm i, I dove with, with sharks and i know how to control my breathing this and that oh, i've shot pigs and you know deer and you know just being in front of a bear at 15 20 yards they just come unraveled it's a whole it's a whole different gig it's, that's for sure it's a whole different it's a whole different feeling oh, you know yeah. but you can't you can't control it unless you you know You've work through that mental Mental game. Yep. Hey, so before we get into the whole bear bear gig, right? So we know that you do steel fishing? Steelhead, dude. I steelhead. Yeah, so it's amazing. Looking at your Instagram and I was scrolling through and everything else, like we said before, you know. Chad tells me at the dude, last let, so right now, um I shouldn't really say it, but so we'll um, say it, say it. it is off the hook steelhead fishing right now. Really? Up here. Yes. That's all I'll say. Um, you can contact me. Um, I don't guide personally to Steelhead, but I, I do have lots of friends that are guides, um, family members that are guides um, that do a lot of the fishing. And the Steelhead, um, you can you can get limits right now on uh, up here in uh, Northern Cal. What's the limits? Um, I, I believe it's just, I think it's just two hatchery fish. Um, but you can, you know, last year, um, I went out this time. We, we boated 20 steelhead wow. in one day. Wow. And that's just on fly rods. Ooh. We, we landed 20 fish. Wow. So, um, it, yeah, I mean, we can have, you know, you can have our ups and downs, you know, on the rivers, but. Um, right now, what I'm hearing from the guys, it's it's on. It's it's been good fishing. You know, it's so crazy because I got a buddy who's just, and I'm getting into fly fishing. And up there at my house up in Oregon, 
it is the steelhead season right now. And it's pretty much started right after Thanksgiving. And my buddy tells me, my buddy Matt tells me that the steelhead fishing is off the chain. And he goes, if you haven't mm-hmm. done it, 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 a lot of times it's the crappiest weather that you're going to deal with. Oh, but the, yeah. But, but the fishing is phenomenal. But he had never mentioned to me about doing any fly fishing, but we got a guy named Sam who is just a fly fishing phenomenon. And uh, when I see him tomorrow at the gym, I'm going to talk about it. Maybe we could set something up with you guys next year, right around this time with the fly fishing and uh, get up there and do some fly fishing right there up there in Reading because uh, I don't know what it takes for fly fishing in Oregon, but what do you mean? He, I think it's more of a, a – uh, 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 lures and everything else, but I don't know about the fly fishing. Mm-hmm. There. But so yeah, so ahead. we have you know Redding's one of the best fisheries um, around. Like you know we have the fly shop, um, which is uh, you know one of the world renowned fly shops. Um, cat- catalog of, of flies and all that. Um, so we have people that come all over the world to fish up here in Redding, okay. uh, mainly on the Sacramento. <clears throat> so the fly fishing. Um, is good all year round on the Sacramento. Hey, I tell you, um, we have lakes, we have rivers, we have creeks. Um, you know, we have the steelhead. We do have salmon fishing, but you know, they closed the salmon, so right. um, there's no salmon this year. <clears throat> but um, the trout, the the wild trout fishing on on the fly rods is so fun. So why do they you close the, the salmon fishing? Um, they, they say your numbers are down and, uh, the salmon are, are not doing well. Um, and you know, there's a few reasons for that. Um, uh, but yeah, they're, they close it down, hoping to get the the numbers back up. So all you listeners out there that are into fishing, fly fishing, hey, reach out to our guy. Cause I'll tell you what, I didn't even know the reading was that good. Knew nothing about it, like that's I said. Not that far. No, and the thing is, like, I, I'm new to fly fishing, but I want to do it. I'm doing a trip next year to Montana. The same guy, Sam, is putting a trip together, and we're going up horseback into Montana, 30 miles in. They provide all the food, and he says, Dwight, we catch more fish up in this backwoods area than anything else. And uh, I think he'd probably be 100% interested in the steelhead. So, I'm telling you, we're probably going to have some people looking out, hitting you up. I'm going to be hitting you up. Me and Chad going to do it because Chad needs to do it. Because I always keep telling Chad, you got to expand your horizons, brother, to do some of this other stuff. And oh, he does. Yeah. And Chad, that's right. Because it's amazing. And, and the size of the steelhead. I don't know if that's your son. No, you have four girls. You said right. Yeah. 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 Right? I, I, I sent you some pictures to right. show yes. you kind of the, the quality of the fish. You yes. Know? On the sack, um, those those wild rainbows, you know, were averaging between two to five pounds. Wow. Um, every you know every every fish we reel in, so they're they're large, you know, large rainbows. They they fight really well, and and if you don't know how to fly fish, um, we so when clients come out with me, you know, I I have a couple different setups. Um, I have some spinning rods that actually are set up with the fly systems so they float the same you kind of get the idea and then i show you how to do it and when you fish from a a drift boat it's really easy to learn from because you're really not wanting to cast a whole lot right because every time you cast you're taking that you know that presentation out of the water and and taking out of the fish um 
taking it out in front of the fish. So um, there's whole, not a whole lot of casting you need to learn. It's mainly just how to um, to set set the hook and then also um, you know bite, bite the fish yeah, correctly. So you, yeah, because you know I tell you what the first time I ever flow, fly fished, my wife and I was mm-hmm. going, <coughs> excuse me, my wife and I went to Colorado to go for uh, one of her friend's weddings, and my wife set up a freaking fly fishing trip for us on the river and uh in in, in the drift boat and i tell you what it was freaking amazing i totally fell in love with it your first time too yeah it was the first time ever and we had the best time ever so pretty much gabe you accompany first time fishermen ever so like for a guy like for for a guy like me that's never fly fish i want to hit you up you could take care of me i i so i you know, I'm a little bit. Uh, I I present all the comforts on my boat. I have um, a little heater on the boat and an oven, and I I do the cinnamon rolls in the morning and breakfast burritos and beer mimosas. So we have a lot of fun when we're out oh, there. Nice. You have but, uh, beer mimosas. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so we have a lot of fun. Uh, but um, pretty much, man, you'd be surprised how many people that I actually take out that have never caught a fish. Wow. Um, I would say probably, you know, close to 75 to 80% of the clients that come out are people that are like, hey, I want to fish. I'm, I've always wanted to do this. My, You know, I never really grew up doing it um, or never fly fish before. Well, how, what do I do? You know, and so a lot of those people are just green pretty much everyone is is green so even if you have experience um you know you come out and, and and do the whole thing but we provide all the all the setups and pretty much all the guides up here provide everything as well so, so you just show up and come on the boat we have all the flies and the gear and the rods so my my, my thing is this because you know we know we're backing you up and supporting you so all the guides if they don't go if our listeners wanted to go out there and they don't go with you, the people that you'll hook them up with have the same type of quality and customer service as you do. Well, we're all, we're, I mean, yes, we're all different, right? We right. all, we kind of lead all differently. We all right. have different personalities and that kind of thing. I would say our community of guides up here is amazing. There you go. Um, you know, we're all about um, supporting each other and also giving our clients, you know, the best possible experience we can give them Dude, you know and so that, and, and you know and that's and that's and that's the thing because some people say well i can't get out with you so you're gonna mm-hmm. hit me, you know and that's the whole thing i mean that's why that's why i asked that question and pretty much you answered yeah. they they're the quality of what you provide or the customer service that you provide is almost mirrored by all the other yes. outdoors guys and guides that are up there yeah yeah that's what that yeah because yeah. my, my thing is because one of our listeners may call you and say you may not be available, but, you know, some of them say, well, am I going to get the same service from this person that you're introducing mm-hmm. me to? Okay, we heard you, you may not get the cinnamon rolls and the burritos <laughs> and the beer mimosas, but, you know, you may get the fishing part of it for right. sure and the rods and, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that, all that stuff. Dude, that's still quality. That's, and that's what it's all about. You I'm know? hooked on the beer mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beer mimosas, I'm signing up. God, dude, I tell you. Come on, let's go. Dude, I tell you. So, hey, you listeners out there, hey, you know, hey, check it out, because yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. 
We're going we are. to. We are yeah, going to. So you guys are out there looking for a fucking steelhead fishing trip. This guy, or he showed me some pictures. He sent some pictures right now, and they are catching mega fish, dude. This guy will set you guys up legit, dude, and give you the quality that you need, dude. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%, brother. Yes. Hey, Gabe, so now that we get, we went through the whole fishing thing, let's get into the main thing because you know what? A lot of my listeners, I, I hope I have a lot of fishing listeners, but okay. I know I and have a lot of bear listeners. And, we, and we're trying to get some yes. fish, more fishermen well, listeners, we too. Are, we are trying to get more yes. fishermen guys out there, dude. And you know what? It's a privilege that this guy right now he dabbles in both, wow. so we can get a little bit of yep. both yes. worlds yes. right now. And, I, and I'm grateful to have Gabe on the phone right now, and he did discuss about the steelhead, and I appreciate that. But you know what? A lot of these listeners right now, when they see the credits and they see who's on it, they don't give a fuck about the fish. And they, they go to your Instagram oh, and yeah. see the beast. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've been promoting it. Hey, I've been promoting this guy for a while right now. Okay, for at least a year now. I I met this guy through uh, Black Bear Pursuit, Seth out there, and this guy. Gabe came along. I fucking started following him. He started following me. I started seeing what he is. Before I really started promoting this guy, I wanted to see what he's all about. And you know what, Dwight? This guy has not came short of anything that I've been thinking about. Because you know what? All you bear hunters out there that want a bear, looking for a bear, that's been hunting California, having a hard time, all you San Diegans out there that can't even hunt bears, all you Los Angeles County guys that, oh, I've been, I've been going up this, I've been doing this, I've been doing this, and you can't get nothing. But you know what? Scratch all that. And you don't have the money to go to Canada. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, and you Canada's don't have a whole nother beast. Yeah, a whole nother beast. Whole nother but if you don't have the money to go to Canada. This is the guy. This in is California. the guy right now in California. <laughs> I've been following this guy, and I wouldn't have this guy on the phone, and I wouldn't promote this guy. I wouldn't back this guy up at all if he wasn't legit and know what the fuck he's doing. Because you know what? There's a lot of guys out there in this world right now. They 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 can do something, and you know what? They're fake. Yeah, that's They're the keyword. Fucking fake, right? <laughs> you know what? They're fucking fake. I'm going to tell you right now, Gabe over here is this fucking Outfitters dude far from it. Dude, he sent some pictures, and I started following him, and I started thinking like, oh, let me just see how this guy really is. I don't know about this guy. I want to make sure how this guy is. And, and, dude, just seeing about what he does, dude, is and, freaking And, and second of all, we're not going to try to promote somebody that's fake. Because the fact of the matter is, we want you guys to get out there and do the right thing and do it with the right people to get you on your first whatever it is, if it's bear, pig, or whatever else. And the people that we talk to are totally legit. So that's why we have this young this man on. Gabe from New Mountain Outfitters, dude. Uh, although he does steelheads, 
But, dude, his fucking reign is bear hunting. He has a fetish like I do. He has a fetish like black bear pursuit. You guys, I, I know a lot of people follow Chatterpillar, and I know a lot of people are now following Whack'em and Pack'em podcast, which I'm so f- grateful for the support. But you know what? You guys know how I love bear hunting, and black bear pursuit loves hunting. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Gabe over here at New Mountain Outfitters loves bear hunting as well. And this guy provides the expertise and the excitement to hunt a bear in California, dude. And you know what? It's a reasonable price. And it's a reasonable deal. You get lodging. You get food. And you get the guidance on hunting a bear. And you know another thing, too, which... I never. Only time I've been bear hunting with Chad was up in Canada, but I always try to get in the same stand with Chad. We hunt together when we go bear hunting because if I went up here in the L.A. County mountains with Chad, I think he might shoot my black ass and say I was a bear. I think I. I think I'd rather go with you instead of Chad. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, so Gabe. By saying that, what made you back in the days get into the fetish of bear hunting, brother? Oh, my God, dude. Tell the listeners. Oh, so, man, I mean, listen, I was thinking about this today. It's just like, where can you go get over-the-counter tag in California and, and put your hands on a trophy animal, a big game animal? You know, we don't have we don't have elk, really. When we have elk, it takes you a lifetime to get the tag. <clears throat> you know, and and the deer kind of not as great as they as they were, you know, used to be. But we got a ton of bears up here in Northern California, a ton of bears, and not just any bears. They're massive, massive bears, color faced bears. And um, man, you start hunting them, and you start learning more about them and then how their habits are and how they react and, and you're starting to, you know, hunt them, man, it's, it becomes addicting. It's for sure addicting. Um, and I love it. I how'd, love it. How'd you get into it? That was, that was that. how did you get? In well, that? I guess, um, I guess I, I bought a tag one year and that's, and, uh, 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 sorry for interrupting you. How long ago was that? And how old were you? Um, I actually never got into bear hunting till I was out of college and probably, um, maybe, uh, maybe 10 years ago Okay, when I shot my first bear and, uh, we were actually just deer hunting and I shot a deer that morning and we're like, well, shit, let's go try to fill this bear tag. And we didn't know what the hell we're doing. And I had my, uh, my 338, my 338 Lapua. That gun was heavy as crap, man. I, I don't even know how I ended up seeing a bear, you know, 270 yards across the canyon and just threw up a shot. And I guess I got lucky and the bear went down, rolled down this canyon. And we're like, Oh, that looked like kind of a small bear. You know, let's go check it out. We hike into it and hike down this draw and you, you approach a bear for the first time. You're like, Oh man, I'd be, I better be ready. You better be ready. You're telling your buddy, just be ready. You know, we can't see it in the bushes. We don't know where it's at. We're just seeing, watching the blood. We come down and this bear is the size of my couch. Wow. And I'm like, holy crap. 
you know, we walk up on this thing and it was just majestic animal, beautiful, um, huge, you know, and, and, uh, we're like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> and, uh, we kept this thing up and tried to haul it out. And, and I'm literally in my cowboy boots and trying to climb up the side of this hill and, and, um, and, and, and took it home and processed it and, and, uh, and skinned it out with, with my kids and, and that was like really the first big, big game animal, um, that, uh, I was able to harvest and, and it was just freaking addicting right from that moment. Wow. So I started hunting up after that. Wow. And, you know, we started seeing more bears in the woods than, than deer, it seems like. And so, you know, part of the reason I started hunting them is just like, man, we need to get our bear population down under control, right. you know? <clears throat> so. Yeah, I mean, you know, 1,700 bears in California is like absolute, absolute, should I say, because you know what? you We haven't filled the quota for, what, 15 years since they stopped running dogs. Yeah. So yeah. anybody out there right now can go get over-the-counter bear tag in California, dude. Non-residents, you get really fucked, you know, for the tag. Yeah. But you know what? All you non-residents that hear this podcast – don't think you get fucked because you can get a non-resident tag right now and hit up my man Gabe over here at, at oh. his outfitter and you he'll put you on the deal. But before how, that, I was going to say, how long are your hunts? So, so we offer uh, we've been offering three days fully guided one-on-one hunts. So you know, come the day before and then we go hard for three days. How many people per camp? Um, it just depends if, um, if, you know, how many guides we have for that weekend, um, uh, what our team looks like and, um, and all the areas that we're running cameras in, um, that kind of thing. But normally we do like in our archery season, we'll have, um, three to four guys out at a time and, um, and, uh, usually just hunt four guys at a time. <clears throat> so, yeah. And so, um, now you never, I, I mean, I don't know, cause as Chad mentioned about the, you know, when they, uh, used to be able to use dogs, did you ever in, in when you first started your outfitting company, did you use dogs first or just no, no, um, no, um, That's never a, have, but, um, I have some mentors that are outfitters as well that ran dogs for years. Um, and for bears. See, that's what makes you such an expert because the fact is, is that you didn't have to make that transition. So therefore, you've always done yeah. it with a rifle or bow or whatever else. Where some of these guys, they just use dogs. The dogs did all the work. You're the mm-hmm. man, you're mm-hmm. the you're the man that's out there doing from the beginning, work. doing the work and and getting bears. Yeah. He's the dog. Yeah. We, we, we start early. Um, as soon as the snow melts off, we're, we're in the woods setting cameras. We're looking for, you know, new spots every year. Um, gaining, gaining ground on the bears that we haven't killed the following year. You know, the bigger the bear, the, the harder they are to kill. They're smart. You know, they're, um, bears are not easy just, just to harvest. You know, mm-hmm. they, they got great nose. Um, they're smart. We, we figured out this year there's um, a couple big tankers we were after, and we ended up finding beds um, along the roads um, about three or 400 miles, or not miles, yards, before you actually got into the spot we were hunting. 
So they'd actually be sitting in their bed watching us come in and out of that wow. spot. Wow. And we'd wonder, like, what the hell? We, you know, this bear's been on camera every day, and he wasn't there that day. And then the second you leave, you know, he walks in. So <clears throat> they're smart. <clears throat> you know, it, it takes a lot of time um, to cover a lot of ground, put in put in a lot of um, time, you know, looking for those stomp trails. You've heard a lot of, from Black Bear Pursuit from Seth. You know, he talks about the stomp trails and the bite trees and the rub trees and all that. It And you, you find something like that, it's like, oh, man, it's so exciting. You can put a camera up on those trees and, and watch the bears come in and, and rub on those trees and, and whatnot. But um, And then you have the seasons of the food. So they, they move. You know, they're not going to be in that same area all year long. They're going to be, you know, transitioning to different food sources um, throughout the season. So do most, yeah. of, your, so most of your hunts, are they – during the fall, what are they doing in, during the spring? So your highest opportunity rates are going to be closer to the summer, so like okay. the archery season. Okay. Um, so like archery, you get you know high opportunity, um, a little bit lower success rate, just because you know you got to get them with the bow, right. you got to get them close. Right. You know, um, I'd say uh, for the most part, uh, all of our hunters saw bears or had bear encounters or or shots um so um best opportunities are early on when it's hot because most of the um areas we are hunting you're hunting you know near water sources so they're very consistent they're like they love to come into their wallows they'll wallow even in the snow um i have uh videos of bears swimming a frozen pond Wow. Um, early on in the spring and then again in the winter, they're still even now hitting um, ponds and wallowing. And even it's like, what the heck? Why would they, why would they be doing that? It's, you know, it's 14 degrees out up there and there's snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. But um, they're very habitual. So they look, they, they, they walk their trails and they come to their wallows and they rub on those trees. But, um, so you can kind of key on, on key in on those, um, you know those those categories there. Then you can you can start to pattern those bears and find them. You know, you know I, I'm sorry, Kevin. You want to say I got something on the tip of my tongue because I'm I never really bear hunted until we went to Canada, and Chad taught me and explained to me like in Southern California, the bears here do not hibernate. So my question to you: Does it get cold enough up there in Redding to where they hibernate? Because in Canada, so they, they hibernate. They will. They will above. I believe it's like, I talked to a biologist around here, and he said it's about around like 3,000 uh, feet and above. Um, they'll start to hibernate. Um, but it's not necessarily like the hibernate. When we think of bear hibernation, we think of them sleeping for a certain amount of time. It's actually a hormone that kicks in their body where they're not able to, they're, they're able to go long periods without drinking and eating, and they're just really super lazy. So they'll just come out of their den, they'll stand around, they'll move around a little bit, but they won't um, be sleeping, you know, 100% of the time. <clears throat> so a lot of the bigger bears are lower elevation bears that are just eating acorns all year long okay. um, throughout the winter. So, you know, they get a little bit bigger and fatter. Oh, okay, because, you know, because... Because of because of bears in Canada, they're always hibernating. When we go out there, they're 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 coming out of hibernation. 
when we hunt them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, like Chad told me, which I didn't even know, because I was always taught bears hibernate. And so because you mm-hmm. are at higher elevation, colder environment and everything else, that's why I asked mm-hmm. that question. Because, because right down where we're at right here in SoCal, they do not hibernate. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay. And people say out there like, oh, yeah, they do. Uh, dude, I have camera running all year long. And you know what? They do not hibernate here. Local. Local. Mm-hmm. local. Up. Ready. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So I have a lot of cameras out right now still running. And um, a lot of my higher elevations, you know, um, most of them are around 5,000 to 6,000 feet. And there's just not. Um, a whole lot of bear activity at all right now, but also too, you got to consider like, is there food? Mm. So, um, I don't think they're moving. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think they're moving all the way down the mountain and off the mountain. I think, I think they do somewhat hibernate a little bit. Each bear has a 10 mile radius, they say, right? Um, I, I don't know about that, but I will tell you off firsthand. Um, I think you might have seen some videos off my Instagram of a bear um, we named Optimus Prime this year. He's a real big bear. He's, he's real distinct. He's got like a white chest all the way up to his neck and all the way down to his tail. Like his whole underbelly is just white. He's beautiful. Um, and he, dude, he was um, the hardest bear to track down all year. He, he was doing a five-mile loop on like three of my cameras. And then about a month ago, he showed up um, 16 and a half miles away as a crow flies on another of one of my game cameras. So, and I know in that area, it's a little bit, maybe a little bit lower elevation. There's more acorns in that area and there's some caves in that area. So I'm, I'm guessing that that bear is, that's where he's uh, wintering, but that's a long ways. Yeah. That's a long way. That's a super long ways. Yeah. So, I mean, other bears we're watching, you know, they're, some of them are there all year long. Um, and then there's other bears that come in every, like, like Optimus Prime that he was doing just a five mile loop and every once in a while you see him. Um, during the rut, I know that they'll, they'll travel a long ways. Won't we all travel a long ways for a piece of ass, huh? (laughs) Yeah, right. <laughs> do whatever it takes. <laughs> I I remember I, Chad would agree, and probably you too. When, when we're younger and not married, yeah, we travel a long ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drive two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many cameras do you run, and what kind of cameras um, are you running? Are you doing the Moultries too? I'm I I'm like all in with Moultrie at this point. I love Moultrie. Um, with with the cell cams, um, I'll be running about fifty, probably fifty to sixty um, uh, cellular cams, and then and then probably shit, probably twenty, you know, just regular cameras, game cameras, where there's no reception, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. I'm probably we're probably going to be running more next year just because I love it so much. Um, it it is pretty much you know it's that is key to our success. Honestly, is running the trail cameras. You know, um, go ahead, go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. No, it, it's just you know we're gonna 
put our clients on the best opportunity bear we can. And at different times of the year, different bears are patterned in different areas. So if we can pattern a bear, you know, and I mean by pattern, they're coming in to the same spot either every day or every other day. Um, you know, um, I, that's a that's a killable bear. You know, I got a question for you. You know, and it's kind of off, not off topic, but like I said, I learned a lot from Chad. Chad's been doing this bear hunting and big game hunting a lot longer than I have, and he's educated me on the fact that, in which we spoke about multiple times on on our show about mm-hmm. eventually states are going to take away the trail cams. I know they're taking away they're taking away the trail cams in Arizona. With mm-hmm. how, how much of an impact would it have on you and on your success rate if they remove these troll cams from the state of California for you and Bear Hunt? Um, I mean, like, it's not an instant thing. You know, when you're out in the woods, you really don't have the reception to pull up and be able to check your cameras. It's, you know, so it's not like, um, oh, shit, there's a bear over here. Let's go now. You know, um, but it does help us. It's a huge, huge thing in helping us you know, determine if the bears are in that area, Yeah, yeah. you know? Um, and so, I mean, I guess if, if we weren't able to use cameras at all, you know, that's just a lot of gas money. Yeah. Cause, so. I, t- cause I tell you what, Chad was the one that told me that. And like I said, for elk hunting up in Arizona, I, mm-hmm. met, a, I met a guy up there and uh, pretty much what was, what was going on. And the reason why is like some of these, new guides or, or these people who think they're guides or they got their guide license and don't know a damn thing. They're just putting trail cams anywhere. And all of a sudden the opening day, there's like 50 fools sitting around in this one area waiting for the elk mm-hmm. to come in because they got these trail cams there. Because I've been to areas in Arizona. Exactly. Like you're saying, Dwight, and then I'm going to ask you this also, Gabe is I've been in Arizona to where I've been to a spot and, I literally myself seen 15 cameras mm-hmm. in the same area, dude, right? And like 15 different people. <laughs> it's yeah. not the same people. They all have the cameras in the same area and they're all fighting for the same thing. For you, where you're at, do you have the competition of outsiders going in there and putting cameras also? Or are you literally got the rights for what you're at? hunting i mean we don't we don't i mean we have we have you know forest permits to be able to hunt forest national forest and all that but um um you know i would say not for the bears believe it or not um for for maybe the deer hunters yes if if you know people are gonna go really after the bucks and set cameras and stuff if i see cameras in in a spot you know i just i just leave i don't i don't bother them I just, I just, okay, this is someone else's spot. You know, I'm going to go somewhere else. And I don't want to run into people anyways or even take clients into an area where I know possibly someone else could be hunting it as well. Um, so, yeah, we don't, I, I, it hasn't been too much of a problem. Like I said, it's awesome that you, that you still know how to pattern bears without the cameras. And that's why I asked that question because I believe it's going to come. It's going to come. State of California is going to say, you know what? No more trail cams. You know, you got to get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. The, the, well, yeah. Yeah. You got to learn, like, you got to, you know, to kill the bear, you got to think like the bear, right? You got to think, where is he going to be coming from? You know, if the wind's coming this direction, if 
I'm a big bear, you know, I'm going to come in with the wind in my nose, right. you know, so you got to set up in the right spots. You got to think, where's, where's he bedding? Where's the food? You know, where's, where's he going for water? And, you know, and then you can go in an area and, you know, we may, um, just like recently, um, on one of the last bears we killed a couple weeks ago, um, we we're just walking a road. And we were walking the road and saw some fresh sign on this road. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is, like, this is fresh. Like, these bears are here right now. Like, they're going to come through this trail. So we set up on that trail. And sure as shit, like, maybe 20 minutes later, one bear comes flying through the trail. We didn't get a shot at that one. And then 20 minutes later after that, a bigger one came up. And we hammered that one. So... Yeah. Go ahead. No, so good. Yeah, it's just so, I mean, we're, I mean, even with the cameras, I mean, in that spot, um, we were getting bears just, you know, on one trail, but they may not be coming on that bear or on that trail. Right. Um, what we've learned is like there's, you know, different bears, even the bigger bears, they'll come into a different wallow or they won't be using the same track or the same trail. They'll be using a different one. You know, the smaller bears will be coming in earlier. Or they'll be using the, another trail with the sows and the big boars, you know, they'll be coming from a different direction. So, um, you know, there's it's just kind of getting in there, getting time with them and kind of, you know, figuring it out, you know. So so you're running cameras. Do you run cameras all year long? Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, tried... Um, tried to get on it this year on pulling a bunch but i kind of like to have them out just to see kind of what the weather's doing see what's kind of showing up when it's showing up um so i think i'm gonna probably and it's already snowed in some place i can't even get to right now so i think i'm gonna just run um still probably a handful of cameras the throughout the hey, winter hey i got a question for you because you know we like chad and i have hunted canada black bears for two years and mm-hmm. the <laughs> it is crazy because, you know, Chad's all about scent cover, putting this thing in a little vacuum pack bag and everything else. Right? <laughs> scent <Right>? crusher. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and it's funny. And we all wear our camouflage and everything. And the first time that we went hunting up in Canada, our guy goes, hey, they know you're there. I mean, even though they're eating, yeah. they're eating the, the bait they put out there and everything else. Yeah. And he's he's absolutely right that the yep. bears see us. They came they climb up in the damn tree down there with us. So my question to you is this is that is the bears activity do they know you're there when you're there? I mean, in your area? Because these these Canadian bears, they see you, they're like, I don't give a damn. And we can't come, bait in California. Right. And we can't bait in California, right. But do they mm-hmm. do they still continue to do the same thing? I mean, like you you mentioned that the bears that you hunt yeah. up there are eating the acorns and everything else. If you set up around that feeding area, are they just as bolden as the black bears in Canada? They um, they're just like every animal. They're very they're always cautious. They okay. always know something's up. Um, you know, a lot of bears. Man, we we've, we've been blown out so many times. Okay. Just you know, because you just you need a bear just to step out, or you can just present that shot. Right. Especially when you're archery hunting, they have to come into a certain yardage. 
you know, and and man, they know what's up. They know something's up. So they the majority of them. So they change their actions instead of saying, "I'm gonna sit here and keep on eating this acorn." They're like, "Oh no, I'm feeling something, so I'm leaving." We're in Canada. Yeah, so we'll we'll see him like come in to the like maybe a wallow or something, and they'll they'll run out, and then they'll come back real slow. Or um, uh, we've even seen uh, um, uh, I, this is another story, but I had a hunter Good. opening day at one of my stands, and he walked out at, at after um. I came up to him, confronted him. He walked out one of the bear trails. I'm like, oh, man, he's walking right on the freaking trail, you know. And later that morning, here comes a sow and cub, and the, and the sow stopped literally where that guy walked right wow. through and, and wanted to come in. And the cub came all the way in and was drinking, you know, no problem. And the sow knew something was up. She couldn't see us or smell us. We had the wind perfect, but she knew something was up with the scent on that trail and she knew something was something was going on and she didn't go any further. She kind of like come in and stop there and then walk back maybe 20 feet and then come back again and then circle back. Um, and then sometimes we'll see, um, especially the bigger bears kind of do like a circle as they come in. They'll, you know, if the wind is really, they want to come in with that wind in their, in their face. So, so if we're in a stand and like we got shitty wind and we know, okay, well this this bear is coming from this direction and we're gonna have to get out of the stand and and make a move, you know, make a pivot, get in a different spot. So um, so, so by what you're saying right now, you run fifty cameras or so throughout all your properties that you're hunting. Okay, you 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 have mm -hmm. in, you have intel of different bears of different times. Obviously, mm -hmm. you're looking at the wind before, like, say say that me and the white went up this weekend, and we were going to hunt mm -hmm. with you, and we were like, okay, we want to hunt. Do you check the wind and what stands to go to? So I check the wind all the freaking time. When I'm out all year, every time I go into a spot, I, I um, journal and log where the wind's going. Um, where it's coming from that time of year, um, what the weather was like, that kind of thing. Um, so when, when it comes to hunting the spot, we're going to have a pretty damn good idea. Um, do you know with Onyx now, they have like a wind, wind indicator direction yes. Yes. with Onyx? Yeah. That's been pretty cool. Um, but you know, you, you have different contours of the land, right? And different, um, um, uh, the wind's going to do different things as, you know, as the thermals change throughout the day. So, um, so this year, um, talking about the wind, we, we were successful on a bear, um, during the rifle. We came into this, we had some bears in, um, in this little draw and, um, it's just the bottom of this like clear cut. And when we came in that morning, the wind was just going just right down to that clear cut. I'm like, you know, we can't, we wanted to go in and get set up on this hill, but it was going to require us to go down in there. And then that wind would just take us right that take, you know, take our scent right down in there in that Canyon. So I said, we can't do that. We need to, we need to back out. We need to go around the mountain and hiker butts in from the bottom. 
So that's what we did. We hiked around and man, I felt so bad because I was dragging my client through this brush. And then, and then we got into this downfall and we're walking these logs and I'm making so much noise and breaking branches. I'm like, Oh God, what did we do? This is a mistake. You know, it was just, it was difficult. We're just getting scratched up and we're crawling through this spot. We finally get to where we're set up looking over this clear cut and, um, we're getting set up and we're in there like five minutes. And I'm like, I, for sure we would have scared any bear out of this Canyon with all the noise we made. Mm. I look down there and there's a bear wallowing and moving around through this, um, this clear cut. I'm like, Holy shit, there's a bear down there. And, uh, um, client shot it. And, and I, it was like, you know, a lesson for me is like, don't take the easy route. You know, the wind is so crucial when you're hunting bears and hunt coming into a spot. Um, and you could have easily just walked through, you know, the easy route and got in there and it would have been fine, you know, and we probably would have blown that bear out. <clears throat> so. Oh. So it seems like the bears in California seem to be a bit smarter than the bears in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, when they're coming to food, they're like they're pretty chill, right? They know that spot's kind of safe, and and there's other bears around, and and so yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I we I've seen I've seen both I've seen both of both sides of it, where some bears are just like they're camped out along the roads, watching roads, and they know when you're there, and um. And you know, and they walk in, and they they can sense your presence, even with the wind being fine. And then you have other bears that don't even give a shit, and they just come in. And okay. um, even this year, we had clients shoot at a bear, you know, with a with rifle. Two shots go off, missed, and literally fifteen minutes, another bear came in. Wow! And wow. killed that one. So okay. um, it's like, wow, they. I mean. What's going on here with these bears, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> some of them are like, they don't even care. And then, right. oh, you know, also, too, I had a camera set up right along a road. And they're coming in um, to this water tank to get some water. And I had a camera on that tank. You could see the trucks coming in and out. And literally, the bear would just stand in the in the brush. A car would go by. And as it left, 10 seconds later, would be at that tank. Wow. Huh. That's awesome. So... So out all your, it just, so out all your your you have you run fifty cameras, you already you check the wind, okay. How many tree stands are you setting up for these clients? So um, this year, I think we ran, we had about seventeen um, tree stands out, and um, the tree stands we have are really nice they're not these uh really nice uh saddles you guys were talking about um which would be sweet but uh hey, just, hey, hey, you, if you, hey sorry for interrupting you but hey yeah if you need one of those saddles that we are, are promoting you know <laughs> hit us up give go us, get one give, yes give, give, hey, give us a shout out send us an email or whatever else maybe we can get you one and maybe it could work for you and we can make some work make other things happen for you to maybe we can get you out of those tree stands and and put you. Yeah, in the, definitely. <laughs> just do a preset with yeah. steps. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. then like I, how the guys come up in the saddle. I would love to um, to check out a saddle setup and start using one with okay. clients, um, especially if we're going to film a hunt. 
or do something like that if, if we have like a father son and a stand. Um, but most of our tree stands are really, really the biggest ones you can buy. You know, they're very comfortable. Two seaters. You're up there with a guide. Um, a lot of room, big decks, um, ladder stands. So we, I mean, we haul these things in, man, and 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 we put a lot of work into putting these stands up. And do you leave those making stands them up safe. all year long? Um, we try to pull most of them out if we can, and um, and reset them. But every year we go in and and uh, change all the the cables on them and re you know reset them to the trees and for safety. Just for safety, yeah, we make all of, we have all the safety lines in there and um, make sure all the clients are wearing. Um, their vests and, you know, all the things. Um, we really, I mean, for someone that's afraid of heights or being up in heights and being up in a tree, like, um, these are very, um, very secure. Very secure. Very feel pretty safe. Yeah. I feel very safe. But like I said earlier, like I said, Hey bro, you know what? Uh, try one of the, try one of the saddles brothers. Just reach out to us. We'll hook you up. And we'll send you on up, and then uh, right, we'll make we'll make it happen for you. And you tell us you like it, you don't like it, whatever else. But I, as much as I've not even really gotten one, but as much as Chad has freaking promoted them, I would be more than honored to buy one for you for you to put them up there, and then we go from there after that. Not Absolutely. That, not that you had to buy a whole bunch, whatever else, but. It sounds like a lot of work that you have to do by bringing those tree stands in there and take them down and everything else. And this is something to where you just carry a little backpack and it's lightweight and everything else, and you can keep on moving. Oh man, time. be stealthy. Yeah. Be stealthy. Yeah, it'd be ninja, awesome. Ninja, yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee so, status. So literally, bro, you know, ninja man. I mean, we're, we're, yeah, we could have. Go ahead. <laughs> put the smack down. Exactly. The whack them and pack them. <laughs> exactly. But listen, bro. Literally, on the uh, and that's and that's and that's real. Because we believe in the product so much. And the fact is, you know, as I do, we talked about it before in our podcast, that eventually, you know, tree stands are going to be obsolete because the government's going to say no more tagging up on these trees and everything else. You're messing up the trees mm-hmm. and other tree huggers and everything else. But with this saddle, you don't have to do all that. and There's no damage to the tree whatsoever. So, but like I said, if you're really interested in the getting one, hey, hit us up and I'll be more than happy to even buy your first one, brother, and then you tell me what it's all about. It's a promise, I'm telling you, because the fact is how good they are. We've had other people in there on, on our podcast where they've transitioned to the saddle, and they are just loving it. They, we don't do it. We use no other stand yeah. except the saddle. So, hey. It's one of the things that we're promoting, and like I said, we're not making no money off of it or anything else. But as a gift to you from us, we'll buy you your first one, and we'll just call it a day, and you tell us what you think. Oh, man, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I'd use it. All right. We're going to make sure that we get you a saddle out there, some steps. Ah. And you know what? You do some presets out there. Oh, yes, dude. And you're going to see the difference. On the saddle and the tree stands. I love what you're doing right now. You do the cameras out there. You already know what you're doing. You're already setting out 17, you said, different different sets out there. But I think it could be a game changer for you and your business if you are running your hunters and your clients in a saddle, especially if you have four different setups 
Because you know, obviously, yeah. everybody's a different <clears throat> size. You're right. You know, extra large, large, medium. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a different size for everybody, right? But I'm telling you right now, if you can get at least four setups out there, because you said you're doing three to four setups a week, uh, clients a week, or whatever you do, your hunt, you're doing three to four clients a weekend, or whatever you do. If you can have three to four setups. Just in case the wind doesn't work out for your favor, you can already have pre-set up steps up out there from Wild Edge, and then you can have these saddles, and you can give these guys, okay, we can sit up in the regular tree stand, or you know what? You give guys, everybody that comes to camp, you give them a demonstration how these saddles work pre-hand, because they get there a day early, right? Yeah, yeah, you know. This last year, I even had clients buy the tree stands that we were going to be hunting in for their house to shoot out of just to get comfortable, mm-hmm. um, which I thought, dang, that's awesome. Um, yeah, if, if we are able to offer that option, um, I think we re- really could. Um, and depending on the, the skill level of the, and, and the comfortability of, of the hunter and, and how they wanted to hunt, you know, easily throw that in the mix, and that would – Definitely uh, that, that op- offer some that option that op- that opens your options to yeah. for a better success rate, right? Because you know for what, sure. when the wind comes in, say you have stand A, and you know this oh this mm-hmm. bear's coming in here every one to two days on this wind. Now all of a sudden, if you have the saddle, you could go into the same area because you already have mm-hmm. preset steps. You could be across the way. For a different wind direction, because now, like, all of a sudden, now you have, okay, the wind's going west, and you're like, oh, this bear comes in. The west wind's the best, okay? Woo! But now the wind chest, the wind changes, and it's only coming to the east. You could get another tree, because you know what? These saddles, Gabe, you could get in a four-inch round tree like nothing, dude. You could put these steps oh, yeah. in. It, yes, dude. And you could leave the presets all year round, dude. I mean, you could leave just the steps, dude. No stand, no nothing, just the steps. That's also going to save you some time of setting a tree stand up to leave it there, dragging a tree stand in on off-season to get it ready, because... Opening day of archery is August 20th or the middle of August, right? You can literally go yep. in there the the first week of August and just literally set up steps only for two trees for you and the client. You know, if you want a video, if you have the client sitting there, mm-hmm. whatever, and they could go on the east side. So say the west, the wind's going to the west, okay? And you're like, oh, yeah. I've seen this bear here every day for the last 14 days, seven days, whatever it is, days. And you know that bear's coming in there, but he's only coming in on the west wind. Now you could literally set a preset set, just steps only, on the east Mm -hmm. side. And then you guys could literally sneak in like a ninja, Bruce Lee status, okay? (laughs) Onto the east side and climb a tree and elevate your game to shoot a bear not only that you're going to you're going to jump your success rate up 100% with the saddle so just remember baby we got a gift for you send chad your, your if you need a large or whatever else for you to try it out work it out see something something you could do 
And if you want more, then we can work something out and uh, get you what you need. But I tell you what, like Chad said, I think it may be able to help you out because, like you said, you already have a tree stand that's set at one place, but yet you could move yeah. it. You could move it someplace else because it's mobile, and you can say, "Okay, we can that's set up awesome. here." Yeah. So yes. well, no, literally, I love it. It's a promise from us because the fact is, you came, gave up your time to talk to us on, on our podcast and give your expertise. We want to help you be much more successful because we're going to have some clients that are probably going to call you. Because the fact is, because we got a few people that listen to us. We don't have thousands. We don't have hundreds of thousands. We don't have that type of, of following right now. But at the same time, just as we're working with Turner's Outdoors, we want to work with you that you get that you you expand your success rate with your outfitting company. And this may work for you. And if it doesn't, hey, tell us if it's too much. What you think that some of your uh, clients could use? Hey. Just let us know. But, but I think it's going to work out yeah. awesome. That's yeah. awesome, guys. I, I appreciate it. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I probably it's a gift from us to you, brother. Gift. Hey, thank Merry, you. Merry thank Christmas, you. brother. Merry Christmas. Hey, thank you. It's also my birthday coming up, too. What, <laughs> what, what, well, when's your birthday? Uh, the 26th. Oh, day after Christmas, huh? Yeah, you know, it's my dad's birthday, oh, my nice. birthday, and my daughter's birthday. Oh, shoot. All that's, three of us. That's awesome. How many? You have, four, you, you have four girls, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. Give a shout out to your wife and, and your kids because your wife is, you know, the biggest supporter in allowing you to be able to do the things that you want to do. Oh, she's, she is the biggest supporter for sure. Outstanding. What's your, yeah, what's your kids' amazing. names? So uh, it's Lily, Paisley, Emmy, and Sadie. There we go. My wife is Krista. Krista and nice. the rest of you, get, the rest of you, hey, hello to you, and get out there with your dad. I know he's taking you out and giving you the great understanding of the woods and stuff. But, uh, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, it, it, what a great time. I'm telling you, we had an awesome, awesome time, brother. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hey, well, we're not done just yet, but hey, that's awesome that we're going to do that and uh we are going to do it. Yeah. Because we we're, sending, we we're, are men are, we're men of our words and that's that's how this world is, you know, like your words everything, right? You know what I mean? Absolutely. That give we That's you know, amazing. Yeah, you know, we're all about the handshake. <clears throat> Man's get shake his hand says, "Hey, this is what I'm going to do." It's about your word and everything else, but literally with uh we're done with all this and everything else and you and Chad communicate and everything else. Send them the size and everything else, and trust us, we will be sending you one from us as a gift, brother. And then right when you get that gift, you're going to try it out, and you're going to tell us, oh, yeah, this is going to work, and then I'll send you the link. You hit up my boys, Ryan or Drew Walters out there at Wild Edge, and you got you could get yourself some more set, you know, more steps, more setups, and for different uh, – you can have your street stand still, obviously, but now you have another Heck option. yeah. Yeah, you'll have another option to definitely have a better success rate. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Not saying that yeah. not not telling the listener you don't have a success rate because you know what? I've already seen the proof in the pudding, baby. And you know what? <laughs> Gabe, you are a hands down legit bear guiding hunter, dude. And you know what? You've been putting these guys on bears all year long. And dude, I'm pretty impressed yeah. of what you've done so Thanks, far. Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm impressed of all the work. 
and the success that you have already. And you know what? I've already have two guys I know uh, that already booked with you guys this year. I have Danny Walker and I definitely know Phil, uh, Jason Phillips. They, they posted. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They booked with you already. And you know what? Hopefully anybody else listening to this podcast, they will book with you else. What other days of this year come up in 2024? Cause you know what? 23 is over, baby. What other days do you have available for people to come out there and book with you? Yeah, so we have um, we have some spots still available for archery um, between August 25th through um, uh, August 30th. Um, we have some spots available for for archery. Those are going to be some some prime some prime time hunting. Um, and then I think this year um, we're going to offer some semi-guided hunts. So some guys that may want to come out and may not need the, or want the, the fully guided deal with, with a guide but want to be put in a good spot. Um, we're going to have something set up for those guys too. Hey, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's, uh, uh, that's it. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. You know, it's one thing I know we kind of talked about before we went on air here, but I don't think we talked about that hunting and fishing opportunity that you have. Yeah. That you offer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Go ahead. Tell them about that. Yeah. One. So, yeah. So we have, um, you know, uh, for all our clients that are going to tag out day one, day two, um, we have, you know, fishing available too. So we'll, about that time of year, Kokanee is, is on big time. We take you on the lake and, and you can relax on the boat and, and uh, catch your limit with Kokanee. Um, and those are some really, really good eating fish. <clears throat> and um, also we're going to include kind of a package deal um, uh, for, for anyone that wants to come out um, that's doing a bear hunt. If you want to do some fishing while you're out here too, we can, uh, we can include that as well. What we found is, um, you know, we're going hard for three days straight and, um, during the archery season, we have early mornings and late nights. And so um, it's a grind. And um, for guys that want to break it up a little bit, that want to maybe um, wake up early, go hard one day, and then sleep in the next day, do some fishing, and then go hard the next day for bears, um, we're, we're going to be able to offer that for you guys as well. So. And what do you call it, the blast and cast? about that. What do you call it, the blast and cast? I can't remember what you call it. What do you call it? Blast and cast. Blast yeah, and we're cast, gonna... baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh, I'm telling you. So, yeah, I remember, I'm sorry, I know I, I, we talked about it just a little bit. That's why I just couldn't remember. I'm like, wait a minute. I know we talked about going hunting, <laughs> killing a bear, and then go nail some freaking fish. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Whack them and pack them. Whack them and pack them. Hey, so how many how many spots do you have available for when Jason Phillips goes out there? Do you have that off by hand by any chance? Uh, we have th we have three more um, spots available for that uh, weekend. Okay, so you're you're already booked for the opening weekend because I seen uh, Mark Sasser. He filled the last spot for uh, opening. Weekend, uh, we have correct? one open spot. We have one open spot. Um, for opening weekend. Okay, so everybody yep. out there, hold on real quick. Well, what's the dates, baby? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Hey, <laughs> um, we so we have. Here's the deal. We got we have one spot available for opening weekend, and then we have one spot available for that next slot, which is group two, and that's going to be during the week. So if you are like, hey, I don't want to hunt during the the 
you know, the hunting pressure of opening weekend and want to be during the week. That's a good one to jump in on. And then, um, the, the two following, uh, weeks after that, we're going to be, we're going to be guiding hunters as well. So, and those are pretty open at the, at, as of now. So, so all you listeners out there, there's one spot left opening weekend, dude. Check out new mountain outfitters dude gave my man out there he has one spot for the opening weekend still he dates? has what's yep the, what's the dates what's the dates august what's oh dates is going to be well <laughs> you don't know yet but usually it's the third weekend of august okay, so okay august 17th is what we're looking for right now so we go. that's the you first come weekend. out august 16th and then we're hunting 17th 18th 19th Okay, so that's one spot for that. There's one spot left for the opening weekend. He has what you yep. say, one spot for the second weekend. Uh, the third. That's the twenty first through the twenty third. Okay, would would be the next spot, and then we have the twenty fifth through the twenty seventh. We got three spots available that we that those dates, and then uh, the twenty ninth through the thirtieth. Um, that spot is all wide open right now. So. Definitely, all you listeners out there right now, I'm going to say it right now, dude. I'm going to put my man Gabe on the spot because we're online right now. I'm going to put him on the spot. <laughs> Book the first two weeks. There's one spot left. But if you guys are a group, put the third week yep. in because Absolutely. you know what? The Ebony and Ivory, we're going out there on that third week. What's that weekend? Let's go. Hey, that weekend that Jason Phillips going out there is the 25th to the 27th, correct? Yes, sir. So the weekend that the 25th to the 27th, I want I want to get three more listeners right now, dude. Book this hunt right now because you know what? Me and Dwight, the Ebony and Ivory, we're going out there that weekend. I'm telling you right now, Gabe, we're coming, baby. And we're going to hey, come. Hey, I tell you what. You should be podcasting on the boat. Well, you know what? <laughs> we'll, hey, we'll podcast anywhere, baby. Look, hey, so Chad has a little generator. We'll plug in. We'll do it on the boat. We'll do it on the shore. We'll do it in the bush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, everybody out there, check out my man Gabe out there, dude, at New Mountain Outfitters, dude. This guy's the legit bear hunting guy dude i know a lot of people out there hit me up all the time like oh chad hell i want to try to get a bear well you know what here's a spot dude i'm not giving you my spot up here up here <laughs> by my house you know because everybody hits me up like oh i want to go to send me some directions send me directions well i'm gonna tell you this is the direction i'm gonna send you right now okay <laughs> you hit up gabe right now at new mountain outfitters right now he has one spot left for the opening weekend one spot for the second weekend and he has three spots for the third weekend and you know what that's the weekend that me and Ebony and Ivory, we just, I, I just told, I just invited you, Dwight. Yeah, I see and that. I, yeah. I, me and you just invited <laughs> ourselves to Gabe. Gabe, we're coming. There hey, you go. Everybody, all right. everybody out there right now, let's fill that third, let's fill all the spots. First fill of all. them all. Okay. But that third, <laughs> that third weekend, guys, we need three more spots, dude, to fill that weekend. And you know what? We're going to go up there. We're going to podcast with you guys. We're going to be in camp with you. I'll fucking feed you guys. We'll hang out with you in bear camp. Hey, and another thing, too, if you fill up a whole bunch of the other spots, maybe if we Chad and I get off work, especially Chad, yeah, we'll just go and just hang out. Yeah. Yeah, just because you... Decided to book with him, and we and you want to if, if if it's okay with you, you don't mind us just coming and hanging out, do you? <laughs> I don't mind. Okay, more than merrier. We just come and hang go. out, even though we we may, we may not hunt. 
But the fact is that you're backing up our guy. You're backing him up, using him to get out there and do a bear hunt. You know what? If you make the effort to go up there, we will try our best. You can't make any promises, but fill up his spots. Then once we know you got these spots filled up, we'll try to fit it in. If both of us can't go, one of us will One go. of us will be one there. One of us Woo! will be there because you filled the spots that he has available to go out there and whack a bear and catch a fish. And have an opportunity. And, have, yeah. and that's, that's the key and right here. T- exactly. You know what? Because, you know, I know a lot of you guys out there listening to this right now, you like you're you have the bear hunt you know the bear fetish in you and you like you're out there you can't see bears you don't do bears but you know what you don't have the time to go out there and spin like i do and dwight does in our local hills i set cameras up all year long and i know where the bears are and i can do my own bear hunt right here in my backyard and i do it but you know what you don't have the time or the privilege to do what i do but you know what you don't have to fucking settle no less because you can hit up my gam, my man, my man Gabe right here at yes. New Mountain Outfitters right now because you know what? He has spots left. Follow my guy Gabe right here. Follow, you guys will see the, in the credits, follow this guy on Instagram, see the bears that he's taken and see how you can be successful in getting a bear, your first bear, because you know what? A lot of these guys are going up there right now, and I know Danny Walker, and I know for sure Jason Phillips, they never hunted bears, really, and they never harvest a bear. And I know a lot of your clients, they have not got a bear, and you're the guy that gives them the opportunity to get a bear. And you know what? Everybody out there right now, we are going out there on the third week of August, dude. And we will bring our podcast equipment out there. We're going to podcast with you guys. We're going to spend the whole bear camp with you. Enjoy your excitement like it's our excitement. And that's what we want. We want to see our listeners success like we success. And you know, I tell you what, one of the greatest things about it all, if you book yourselves on those weekends for with all our listeners and me and Chad are able to get up there to you, we're going to let you know how good bear meat really tastes. Gabe, you got a smoker? So um, we have we have a, a, a private um, meat processor. He's amazing. That's um, Scotty's Gourmet Meats. Um, and he's got the smokers. And, man, he does everything. It's amazing. Um, we do pepperoni and summer sausage, breakfast Ugh. sausage. Ugh. He'll he'll uh, render down your bear fat for mm. you. He even does bone bro- bone broth um, out of the bones if if you want to. So high protein bone broth for cooking up rice or you know your lunch. Um, you know, it's well, he does an amazing job with all the animal. And if you have, um, oh go ahead, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, he's able to ship you know all the meat. Um, to you as well. So, uh, if you fly in, if you're coming from SoCal, um, wherever usually, yeah, usually we get it done within like a day or two turnaround, um, as well. So, um, but but I tell you this if you've never tasted bear meat, you don't know what you've tasted because I'll tell you what, Mm -hmm. I didn't know how good bear meat was because everybody always told me it was greasy, 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 greasy. Mm-hmm. Until Chad brought some meat one time to our watering hole, and I've been eating it ever since. 
So listeners yeah. out there, yeah, you may be thinking, oh, I'm getting a trophy bear and it's all about the skin. No, 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 If you, Chad just gave this young lady that, that at one of our warding holes some bear meat and she made a bear meat. Chili. Chili. Amazing. I'm telling you. So don't just think you're just going out there to get that bear for the skin or the skull. It's about the meat that you're also getting. You're not, we're not wasting it. You're not going to waste it. And there's multiple That's things right. you can do with it because it is an amazing flavored meat that you will have. And trust us, you'll be like, Oh, I'll bear hunt a year after year after, after year. year. And the crazy part, yeah. the bears up there are eating something even better than what they're eating oh, down damn here. Right. You know what? <laughs> and, and guys, I'm telling you right now, it's not just the experience of getting out there and hunting because you know what you're gonna learn a lot too because you know what gabe has a freaking he's a fucking book of knowledge dude and right now this guy he's been putting his life on the line to show you guys the ropes getting out there he's not out there just like okay i'm gonna put you here no this guy's spending his whole year getting the knowledge that he knows to make you successful as a hunter and you know what he you could go out to this guy right now, and I'm telling you right now, he's going to put you on the meat, dude. You could pull the trigger or the bow, you know what I mean? And you will harvest a bear. And then all, not only that, you get your first bear, because most listeners are their first bears, Dwight. Right. And you know what? Not only is you going to be your first bear, you're going to take some meat home also, dude. Hey, hey, you know the other part, Chad? You know, like a lot of guides, sometimes you go out there, like you said, they just put you in a certain place. Yes. Do it. But this guy is going to teach you. So wherever you from Nevada or if you're from someplace where you have bears, he's also going to teach you the signs, the things to look for, and everything else that you can take because you don't have the time. But maybe you may have the time one weekend to go look for bear signs and things like that. He's going to. He's a teacher. Mm -hmm. He's a yes. teacher. Hey, real, real quick Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. on that. That is all about what I'm about. You know, New Mountain, um, our, 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 our goal is, um, new discovery and new confidence in, in whatever you're doing. We, every year we have new interns and we take on, uh, uh, two guys, one to two guys that have never been in the hunting, never hunted, never had a, owned a piece of camo or boots or anything. We outfit them with everything. We buy them backpack and boots and camo and everything, and they come along with us for the whole year, and we train them up, and um, they become part of our team. Um, if you're out there listening and you're like, hey, I'd love to learn that kind of thing, hit me up because um, in the summer, that's when we're doing all of our scouting. Um, you know, we're lo We'd love to have you along and go out in the woods for a day, and, and I can show you the, the nitty gritty um, and, things and, of and also also scouting. also I just remembered right now right now that you're doing for the first time this year is anybody mm -hmm. that books with you you're also going to send them intel throughout the year huh of the bears yeah so um well once once we once you book we love being a part of the whole process so we we you know a lot of our clients we just become really good friends and family and and it's because we like to stay in touch with you throughout the whole year and keep you excited about the hunt, talk about how your training's going, how your shooting's going, um, you know, 
all that stuff. Um, but this year I'm excited because we are going to, um, be able to give access to all of our clients, um, trail cam photos. So man, it is, that is the funnest part That's really dope. about the whole thing is, is just, and I'll tell you what, you'll be at work and just constantly checking your phone, <laughs> constantly be pulling up the cameras, That's cool. um, because it's so fun, um, to be a part of that and to be a part of that with a community, um, of, with, with New Mountain family and the community hunters and just seeing all the animals that are out there and the bears and, and getting stoked on that is, is all what it's about. So, um, we're excited to be able to offer that, um, that's uh, cool. This year, and that's, cool. that's, that's super awesome that you're going to do that because you know what? That really includes anybody that wants it's interested in doing this. Like, oh shit! Like, it's not like just going out on the fly. You already know the intel before you get out there months before, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yep. And yeah. So I mean, it it's like I said, a lot of things change. You know, throughout the year, we're gonna you're gonna see the rut happen June, July. You're gonna see a lot of bears, a lot of big boars moving around, and then they, and then they, you know, move on at at um, different parts of the season. And we have, you know, different hunting pressure in the woods, and that changes things and the food. So you you get to be a part of the whole process, and kind of you're gonna learn just so much just from being able to be, you know, part of what we do. So you're gonna be able to see the bears and and uh, and you know, being in the group chats back and forth with other hunters and the guides and the team and uh, really get to know us and, uh, and trust what we're doing and be able to, you know, us be able to come alongside of you guys and, um, be a part of that journey for you. So in fact, you know, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. Uh, I just want to, you know, we, we really do care about you being successful, our clients being successful, you know, um, even for the clients that were not successful, um, this year we did invite, um, I'd say the majority of them back oh, to, um, hunt themselves for free. And, um, wow. we really want to see you harvest. We really want to see you be successful. So, um, you know, you're investing in, in us, you're in your, in your time. And, and so when you come out, we, you know, we really, really care about you being successful and having that opportunity. Dude, you know, Chad, so. that's almost like your guy with the pig hunt. Yeah, with a guess where he did, the guys didn't get in, bring him on back. Dude, that's amazing because you don't get that type of uh, treatment from outfitters nowadays that they want you want to believe in the outfitting company. And that just yeah, shows you me. also by what he said right now, Dwight, is – he believed in his company and his operation so much, he's offering that. Yeah. Because you know what? If people don't believe in their operation as much as they do, they would not yeah. offer that, dude. Absolutely. And this is my man right here, Gabe. He's offering it because, you know what? He knows, like, you know what? If you don't get it, I got you. I got yeah, you. you have Gabe, I'm going to make sure that's that you, awesome. have, you have an experience of your lifetime. And you know what? That's all about hunting right now. Yeah. It's all about the experience yeah. and the memories yeah, and all it, everything else. You can't control. You know, we, we can do and we will do everything we can to give you the best opportunity, you know, on, on a bear. And we can't control the, the other things, you know, like the weather and the wind and our scents and, you know, the, the, the other, the, the one opportunity a bear comes in and it, it, you, you move too fast and it's blown out, you know, you blow it. But we can do our very best to give you, put you in a position where you're going to be the most successful as you possibly can. 
Um, if for some reason there's, you know, like this last, remember, you guys remember opening weekend last year? Yep. Of archery, we had yes. all that weather. Yes. We had that hurricane weather come through. Yes. It effed us up big time. And we had all these expectations of um, all these bears. We had a camera and they were all patterned and we was like, oh, it's going to be a kick-ass weekend. And um, it sucked. It, it shut everything down. We were, it was cold. It went from 116 degrees to like 50 degrees. And we were in three layers and shaking and cold and wet. And, uh, we, we still, we still saw bears, we had opportunities, but it was not anything like what we thought. And it was just like, oh, this sucks, you know, but, um, we invited those guys back if they were able to, to come back and, and, uh, try to get it done. But, and that's pretty awesome. That you know, you honor that. That is awesome of you, brother. Gabe, that's awesome of you. 100%. Stand up guy. Yeah. Very much so. Very thank, much. So. Th- and we, I thank you for that shit. That's yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, a lot of guys schedules, they don't have the time and, can't really take off to come back you know but you know in all honesty and and you know it's just we want we can we're going to try to do everything we can to be as successful as we can for you mm-hmm. and put you in opportunities you know the rest is going to be up to just nature and hunting that's hunting right yep <clears throat> well it was and we call killing yep well said well <laughs> yeah, said exactly hey there, so yeah I, I'm pretty. I'm you got anything else to add, nope, Dwight? I'm done. I, thank Gabe, you. I appreciate your two hours of your time right now, man. I, I appreciate you, dude. I love you, dude. I love everything you got going on in your fucking deal. I've been. I'm a fan of you, and I've been a fan for a while, dude. And I'm not. I'm. I'm not just saying it because you're on my podcast, dude. I. I'm seriously saying, I've been a fan of Newton. New Mountain Outfitters, dude, and everything you have doing. I'm telling you right now, I know I know a lot of people that go out there and hunt your outfitter this last year, and I rooted for everybody, dude. And literally, seeing your success, and I was even extremely pumped when you sent me videos, texts of animals that got shot. You had the videos. You sent me videos. I mean, I have videos, Dwight, yeah. of him sending me. I'm like... Fuck yes, dude. And I was super <laughs> super pumped about that, Gabe. And I'm telling you right now, I know you know what you're doing. And I know I believe in you, dude. And I wouldn't be be promoting you and I wouldn't be like sporting you out like this if I didn't believe in what you got going on. And I know for a fact that you did your homework and been doing this for a minute. So you know what's going on to make other hunters that are novice, new hunters, maybe even experienced hunters that haven't did hunting for bears. You know, because a lot of hunters out there, they hunt deer and they hunt, they do this. But not a lot of people go out there and have the opportunity to hunt bears. Definitely in San Diego, nobody does. And then in L.A. County up here. Uh, it's a it's a bare minimum. I know they sell over the counter tags like crazy, but you know what? A lot of people don't get out to get out there and do the research and the intel to get a deer or, or a bear. And they they go out there on the weekend. They oh, if I get a bear, I get a bear. If I don't, I don't. But knowing they have a man to go to to have an opportunity with new mountain outfitters, dude, is amazing, dude. And I appreciate you, Gabe, for getting into the realm and getting into the world and doing what you do to make the next novice hunter, experienced hunter, successful in getting another big game animal. Absolutely. And, hey, hey, 
and I might jo- I'm getting ready to retire in February, so you might have another apprentice coming out there with you, and you could be teaching me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're you're always welcome, you guys, and thank you. Yeah, I appreciate all the kind words and and uh, all that, all the support. It's been amazing. Thank so, you. So everybody out there that's listening to this, make sure you guys go out and check out New Mountain Outfitters. Gabe is the guy, dude. If you want a bear, uh, opportunity to bear, to see even a fucking bear. Because and, you you don't, can, and you can't go with Chad. Because yeah. <laughs> Chad ain't taking nobody. Yeah. Chad ain't taking nobody. So, so, <laughs> so in other words, if you want to get a California bear and not with Chad, check out our guy. Because I'm not a guy. check out Gabe at New Mountain Outfitters guys okay he has one spot opening weekend he has one spot the second weekend he has three spots the third weekend the third weekend that's when the Ebony and Ivory, I, we just decided right now, we haven't even talked about this stuff, Chad guys. decided for me, so I'll Woo! be there. We just decided right now on the podcast as we're live right now with Gabe on the third week, guys, we are going out to New Mountain Outfitters with Gabe, dude. The Ebony and Ivory will be out there podcasting with anybody out there that goes out. He only has four spots. We're podcasting with all four guys and Gabe in camp dude bear camp is going to be unreal this year on the third <laughs> week baby okay and don't forget oh, yeah. hey don't forget the saddle we're sitting you brother Ooh, we're sitting yeah, hey, yeah we're gonna we're gonna put those to good good work i think you guys should uh take the saddle and climb up with the hunter and and film it oh well, we well we are yeah, gonna do that we, we, do that. we have our spot we have our yes. plans right now yeah. you invited and see it's cool <laughs> that we come Absolutely. out we're gonna do that gabe we're gonna do that hey Anybody out there, reach out to my man Gabe out there at New Mountain Outfitters, dude. Mention Whack'em and Pack'em Podcast sent you out there, dude. G- yes, dude. I'm not saying there's a discount. There's no nothing like that, dude. But you know what? If let, you want to get a bear. Yeah. Let them know that the fucking pack, Pock'em, <laughs> Whack'em and Pock'em Podcast sent you I'm so excited right now. Dwight, I, I'm like, I'm trying to say so many words at once. <laughs> Chad, Chad just orgasm in his pants. Yeah, we <laughs> hey, hey, I should have worn my cup today. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, I got a boner right now. I'm telling you guys right now, if you guys want a freaking successful bear hunt, dude, at least see some bears. Get out there. Know what bears all about, dude, because you know what? Everybody follows me on Chatterpillar, dude, and they know, like, oh, yeah, I hunt bears. I hunt bears. If it's not me, it's Black Bear Pursuit. And you know what? Seth, he's a great – he's my guru. You know what I mean? I follow that guy. But you know what? I've been doing my gig here for 20 years and learning the system for 20-some years. My man Gabe right here in New Mountain Outfitters, guys. Okay? New Mountain Outfitters. This guy, dude, you can find out the game within a couple days. And this guy will put you on. He's been doing intel. He's been doing the research. He's not letting anybody down, dude. He's fucking running cameras all year round. And now this year's the first year, dude. You book with him. He's going to send you the intel, dude, and get you a really a boner, dude, throughout the year, dude. You know what I mean? He's this guy. This guy is going to get you pumped up before you even get there. Because exactly. you know what? Your road trip up there is going to be so exciting because you know what? You're going to be seeing pictures all year long up to dude, the spot, hunt. dude. You know what I mean? And yes. the, and the, and, he, and 
And if you're not successful, you go back. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. Hey, that's fake. Hey, you know what? This is like better than buying a lottery ticket. You know why, boy? I buy a lottery ticket and I don't win. You're I don't winning. Get my, I don't, well, I don't get my money back no. for the next lottery. No. Right? Woo! And this one is that you, you, you are going to be a winner. Oh, my every God. Time. Guys, don't lag on my dude right here. Get out. You know what? 2024 is going to be a great year for the Wackerman Packing Podcast. It's going to be a great year for the freaking new fucking hundred uh, uh, new mountain outfitters out there. It is going to be a great year. Don't lag. Get on this freaking special deal, dude, okay? My man Gabe's on it, dude, okay? And I'm promoting this guy like no other because you know what? I know he knows what he's knowing. Don't lag. One one spot for opening weekend, one spot for the second weekend, and guess what? Three spots for the third weekend. We want to fill up all the spots, don't matter what. But you know what? Three listeners right now, you freaking call in, Gabe. You freaking spot it up for the third weekend. You're going to be hanging out with Ebony and Ivory, dude. We're going to podcast with you. All everybody at Bear Camp and Gabe. Don't forget about our fishermen. If you don't want to go hunt, you can go fish. Go fish. Hey, hey, hook him. Hey, hey, our buddy Gabe will hook you up. Get you hook the right deal. Hook him and cook him. Hook him and cook him, baby. Hook him uh, and cook him. Yeah. And, hey, and, my and, buddy Chris Kloster out there, he said, "Hey, I got a good one for you." He like, I was like, "What?" He like, "Hook him and cook him." There I'm you like, go. Well, you know what? That's for fishermen guys. Exactly. I'm the, the whack him and pack him guy. You know but what I mean? But at the same time, <laughs> you want to get there and do some good fishing. Hey, if you guys fill up some dates or whatever else, and you are going up there going fishing, same thing. Let us know. We'll try to make a point to get up there and and, and, and podcast with you in the fishing camp. Yeah, even we, we, yes, yes. If we can get up there a couple more weeks beforehand or afterhand, we'll do it. Whatever. But, but let right us know. now, I'm telling everybody right now. The third weekend, the Ebony and Ivory will be in Bear Camp, dude, with Gabe and New Mountain Outfitters, dude. We appreciate everybody out there. We Thank appreciate you. our partners out there, Turner's Outdoors. Like I said earlier, and like my man Dwight, he oh, he said it earlier. Check out Turner's Outdoors, 36 stores in California, dude. They got a couple in, uh, in Arizona. You got your fishing, you got your hunting, you got your camping, you got your outdoors needs in Turner's Outdoors. Oh, yeah. Check out Mountain Bound Hunt Co. Do for kennels, uh, shed hangers, all their good needs. And guess what? Check out Gator Outdoors, dude. He has all that good stuff. And you know what? You could go up to Bear Camp in some King's Camo. Because you know what? Wade has some King's Camo, Dwight. Yes, he does. And best of all... Go up to Bear Camp at New Mountain Outfitters in a new saddle from Wild Edge. Because you know what? He's just like you heard him. He's ready for the saddle world, he's baby. ready for the saddle Woo! world, baby. Hey, bring it. And Let's go. He's going to have his that we're giving to him. And you can bring yours. And you guys could probably uh, raise your opportunity Elevate. And success rate yes. to another level. Elevate your so, game. Hey, check out WildEdgeInc.com. Get yourself a saddle set up, baby. You know what? This 2024 is going to be epic. I'm super pumped to have Gabe on the phone. Thank, Thank you, you, Gabe. Gabe. Oh, my God. Thanks, dude. guys. 
Yes, this is amazing, dude. Everybody, thank you so much for your support. Thank subscribe, you. subscribe. Woo. Send hey. it to your friends. Send it to your family. Send it to your brother. Send it to your enemies. That's okay. All you haters, yeah, <laughs> we love you too, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, and all the people that love us. Tell your friends to subscribe to our page. We're on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, all the major platforms, baby. We are there, and we are there every Monday. Every Monday, you will hear the Ebony and Ivory coming at you, baby. Woo! When you wake up on Monday, you will hear our lovely voices. Ooh. Our obnoxiousness, too, oh. and some of our crazy, <laughs> stupid jokes. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. Nah, we don't. And if you don't like it, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but most of all, check out my man Gabe at New Mountain Outfitters, baby. The bear hunting season for 224 is in effect, and we're going down. Right, Dwight? Yes, we are. Woo! Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next Monday. Yeah.